This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! Well, I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. What's that saying? Better late than never. It's on me. It's on me too. We both relate today. How are you? Welcome into a Thursday edition of the Bostonian oh, versus boy. the book. Dave Sherapan, Matt Peralt, Thursday night football tonight. Sports Grid replay TV. So you guys watching on Sports Grid, the football talk. We'll see how smart we are or how dumb we are when it comes to the game tonight. Broncos Colts live on Twitter, live on YouTube, Watch audio me. podcast right after the show is over. Subscribe to where you get your audio podcasts and your video stuff. Props.com. Dave, Matt, let's go on a Thursday brigade. How are you, sir? How you feeling? You sound hoarse. You sound tired. You sound, you, you all right? I'm okay. Yeah. <clears throat> My voice is a little messed up. I was having one of our, I was having a very nice uh, cigar from our friends in New Hampshire last night. So I have a little residual from that last night. You don't have to stop doing that stuff. <laughs> Why? As you approach 50, you're going to have to good mellow stuff. out with those. Oh, it's good stuff. Those cigars it is are good. phenomenal. It is oh, good. Once a month is not a bad deal. Oh, what's a month? Did you have a cigar game type game or you just decided it was a perfect night outside because it was a perfect night outside? It was gorgeous. I was on the phone with you. I was, you didn't even know. I spoke a cigar. I was talking to you. Is that what you were doing? I thought (laughs) you were doing something else. I don't know what was going on. All right. I was outside talking to you on the phone. October's a crazy month, man. We got these people all coming to town next week. Everybody wants to sit down, have meetings and talk and meet up and do all these things. And we got games. We got, we, yeah, we got we got stuff happening. So the Global Gaming Expo. I am actually permitted to cancel my class at UNLV because I am having to attend U2E. So that's a yeah. good idea. I might cancel a couple things too. Yeah, I canceled appointments. Yeah, we're not going to make it. We're going to be. I canceled G2E. Monday. I'll have, I'm, having, I'm having Wednesday's class, but I canceled Monday's class. So yeah, I think Monday as well for me. Get a cancel Monday, to town. Tuesday. And then I'm on I'll a panel. M- I'll let MC know today. And then I'm on a panel. <laughs> they actually want me to talk. <laughs> That's, you know, I'm going to be front row center for that. You, you know that, be. right? It I'm coming. Be. I'm coming. I'm it's going to be a riot. I can't wait. <clears throat> the heads are going to be like the exorcist. They're going to be spinning around. <laughs> <laughs> you? You? Uh-huh. You, you're on. Oh, okay. Oh. You're on a panel. Oh, exactly. all right. What uh-huh. are you going to say? I can't wait. Oh, it's going to be so fun. I, I, I can't, can't wait. wait. This is, this is, I'm 100% going to be there. The Twitter space, oh. space is going to be phenomenal. I cannot yeah, wait. A few for people it. are coming to G2E. We'll, we'll, we'll put it out. Tuesday, three o'clock. Come Tuesday, by and say hi. There you go. Tuesday, three o'clock Pacific. Pacific, yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know which room I'm in yet, but I'm in. A oh. Room. We'll let the people know. We'll let them know. We're going to be So, okay. You're wearing the Padres jacket. Are you hot? Um, No. You've got to be a little hot. No? You understand what the ocean of estrogen is like a meat locker over here. The temperature outside has dropped 
Ooh. which means that the transition from outside to inside hasn't changed. So I'm constantly cold, P. Ralt. So no, right now I'm not. I mean, if I you, sat in this all day, yes, I would. You're be. wearing a Padres bullpen jacket. Yeah, this is just the start of the show. The, the polyester bullpen jacket is not a cool piece of clothing. Is it polyester? I don't yes. know. Oh, well, you would know. It sounds like it's polyester. It looks like it's polyester. Yeah, it's a little shiny. It's the seventies colors on top of that. Yeah, I. Uh, it was funny. I was tweeting this morning, and uh, nineteen sixty nine, uh, Michael Jackson and Jackson Five released "I Want You Back." Today, nineteen sixty nine. Do you know who won the championships in sports that year? Do you have any idea? I'm going to say Pittsburgh. Good guess, but wrong. <laughs> it was. I can't believe this. You want to talk about a sports Armageddon. If this happened today, we wouldn't even be able to watch or talk about anything. In basketball, the New York Knicks. Okay. They're, that was their, their second. They only have two, right? Uh, yeah. I, so, yeah. I think, think so. I think they might have uh, their first. 1969. Yes. Okay. New York Knicks. The New York Jets won the Super Bowl. Willie Joe. Willie That's Joe. That's it. <laughs> and the New York Mets, the 1969 New York Mets won the World Series. Miracle Mets. I texted MC. I said, man, hope this never happens again. I'm going to be insufferable. I said, how was it? Do you remember? And he's like, I was only two. <laughs> I said, oh, I thought you were like 12. <laughs> I had to give him a little shot. <laughs> um, yeah. If all of those teams won again. So I've taken the approach for this weekend. Because I got all this stuff and trying to decide who's going to win these baseball series, three game series. Comes down to three game series. All these games, your playoffs, it's a three game series. So I'm, if I pick a team or pick the stuff to wear, everybody's going to give me stuff. So right now, we're just against the Mets. That's all. We're Anybody but the Mets? Them. Carl did it last night on, on the podcast on Cash Consideration. But he hates the Mets. You hate the Mets? I don't hate the Mets, but I mean, if the Mets win, this right. I talking to you last night. I saw the scroll. They may sit the grand. Like we're gonna save him for the next series. If you save a guy for the next series, it's like people saving the Chiefs in the survivor pool. If you, you gotta don't be make alive, it, right? You yeah. gotta be alive. It's it's a speed. I mean, you're acting like the Padres are a speed bump. That's basically what you just told them. I mean, it's, Darvish. It's. And, Musgrove yeah, yeah. and Snell or Snell and Musgrove. Eh, we ain't even paying attention to you. We're saving we're saving DeGrom for the Dodgers. What? But I do, I mean, I, I kind of get the logic because hypothetically, they get to a game three. Who do you want pitching? Your best pitcher. And they would have DeGrom to go in a game three. Now if they go down 2-0 and they, they get bounced. If- Right. What if they well, lose game one? Why do you well, hand Scherzer the ball and you lose game one? Then what do you do? Well, maybe you go to Drug Ground then, maybe. But their expectation is Scherzer's going to win game one. Oh, of course. Okay. So line out for that yet? Max Max goes, Max wins game one. Right. And then game two, you say, all right, if we lose game two, DeGrom pitches game three, we've got our best pitcher going in the must-win game of the year. Or... We win game two, and we have DeGrom going game one of the Dodgers. I don't hate the logic. I really don't. I I think there is some, you know, four-dimensional chess going on here. But, again, if you lose game one, DeGrom better pitch game two. 
Like <laughs> bottom line. <sighs> but I don't mind the logic. I, I don't. The more that I thought thought about it, when you told me first, I was like, wait, that's so insulting to the Padres. But the more of I thought about it, I was like, huh. They're making the call that Max wins game one. If they're wrong and they lose game one, then yeah. all bets are off and they've totally screwed this up and they got the Grom going in game two. They have to. But if Max, wins, so. if Max wins game one, yeah, then they go Bassett game two and then, then they go Bassett game two and then you go with DeGrom game one or game well, three, which I don't hate. I, and Bassett can win game <clears> two. So, I mean, the Mets, that, listen, Buck Showalter is a baseball manager forever. So right. I'm not questioning what him and the Mets are doing. I'm just enjoying the Mets fans and guys in the chat. Again, it's not roll call Friday, but we're going to constantly watch and shout people out while you're here. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Brommel camp just said, did Randy Jones have a garage sale? Is that, that's what he's asking me. Randy Jones was a pitcher for the Padres back in the day. And he's taking a shot at my, my, my stuff. I, I don't think so. Brommel camp. But when you can address that on his show later today, I am going to talk about that on his show later today. Beyond in Iowa, we're big making moves, man. We're we're on the radio in Iowa. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Fridays at 6 p.m. Central. So you guys can catch us doing it on Bromo Camp Station in Iowa, for goodness sakes. So on the radio, on the radio. Do you remember that song? Yes. If I gave you a hundred dollars. Please, right now. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'd give it to Kylie, but we give a hundred dollars. <laughs> did do that. Thank you very much. She told me this morning. <laughs> um, the <clears throat> bet you would make, <clears throat> excuse me, the bet you would make to win the World Series team right now. Damn, son. What's the pick bet? one? What's the bet you make? I'm giving you $100 of my money. You must make a wager. Which team is going to win the World Series right now? Playoffs start tomorrow. Mm. Can I split it up? 50-50? Nope. nope. I don't like these rules. My um, rules. <laughs> I know. It's our show. Your True. rules, though. Your rules. Um, hmm. I think I'd have to pick one of the top four teams. It's a one, the one seed or the two seed or the one seed or the two seed in each league. Because I only safe. get a hundred. Yep. And I can only I want to know that I'm at least I don't want to pick a team that's playing this weekend and then I'll be dead. So um of the four that are playing for sure next week in the ALDS. NLDS, yeah. And NLDS. I think it would be the Braves. To repeat? I think it would be the Braves. Wow, that's my least pick. That would be my lowest pick. Yeah. I not thought that might be the case. We're not that's going back pick. to we're not going back to back. We're not? Nah. Can't do it. Doesn't happen. It's just it just you know, it you has can't. happened. It has happened. It just doesn't happen anymore. We don't see it very much. Teams don't go back to back. In almost every sport, teams going back to back is so vital. It's so impossible for teams to go back to back. I mean, it is hard. It's not impossible. Uh, I'm, I'm not seeing it. Do you remember when KG said, anything is possible? It is. And, and they won one, and they lost the next year. And even they didn't go back to back. Yeah, they were old. They were Braves in the finals. Young. Braves are young. Yeah. Well, my, what am I going to do? Tell you the Dodgers? That's boring. No, it's not boring. That's what you think. Look, it's three to one return. It's not boring. 
Turn a hundred bucks into 300 bucks. It's not boring. That's what your bet is. Um, the Astros is boring. No, it's not. It's not boring. Boring. Winning bets aren't boring. I disagree with you. I've been telling you this forever. You told me baseball bets was boring all well, You want me to bet the same time. damn... You, no, you told me to bet the same thing every day. That's, that's boring. The, that's winning bets. Winning bets aren't boring. Sure. Uh, it, it is you for just a podcast. It. it is for a podcast. Yes, it is. I'm betting the same thing every single day. You're that's winning. boring for a podcast. You're winning. You're winning, but it's boring for a podcast. For this segment, this is not boring to pick a favorite. It's more sexy to pick the 16 to one long shot. Sure. Call your shot and then, you know, do a victory lap in, in three weeks, but, right. but be more realistic. A, a winning bet is a winning bet. I've been telling you this now you're using my stuff against me. That's fine. <laughs> That's all right. People were quoting me to you yesterday. That made very true. Thank you over very and over much. and over again. I've had it like four times in the last 24 hours. It's amazing. It's great. Friends of mine in Alabama are quote tweeting you. I'm like, wait, what did what you just say I to me? I can't wait to go to Alabama. I can't. Honestly, I can't wait. They got to keep winning. And that other team got to keep winning. Maybe we won't go to Alabama. Maybe we'll go see Alabama play in person. Anybody Bama, Georgia, and Atlanta? Open up the door. What? Bama, Georgia, and Atlanta? Is that what you're saying? I don't know. Is that, that old missing Grove thing is like oh, calling my name. I told you. That's what I said. I, I know. I know. Plans are in motion. Things are happening. It's be a busy time in a sports calendar, but God damn, it might be fun down south. I think we can do You it. will be. I, I would love. I, watching you have your first experience of the Grove would be unbelievable. I, Too bad I can't bring Eric because I just want to bring Eric and have him film the whole damn thing. Because, you might have somebody meet us there. Oh, and just tape the whole shoot. damn thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. shoot the whole thing because your yeah. head will be on a swivel. You won't know where you are. <laughs> you will be like, where did I just land? Be like my cousin Vinny in, in the movie down in Alabama. What the? What? Oh, it'd be fun. The Grove is so fun. Yeah. Chandeliers in China. And this is a football game. We're For the tailgate, game? they break it up. Yes. China? China. They tailgate on China. Yes. Fine China. Hold yes, it up. Sure. See your hand through that type of China. Come on. I swear on my life. Chandeliers in uh, on, they have elaborate, unbelievable setups. Chandeliers. Full deck, full makeup, full dress. It is an experience I have never. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. And it's and so they're outside. This is like tailgating. Outside. outside. Oh, yeah. It is senior prom, high school graduation. College, every week or just for the big games? Every single home game. <laughs> every single home this game. Ole Miss has had more Miss Americas per capita than any school in America. And there's a reason for it. <laughs> I didn't even know that fact that we, we were just talking about fine China and the food. And then you went there. Uh, I, I just said full makeup, strong, full, full out, full show. out. Uh -huh. uh, it's, <laughs> it, it'll be on the radar. <laughs> it's a different weight class, B. Ralt. That's a different oh, yeah, weight it class. It's, without a doubt. It's Mike Tyson, but it's, <laughs> it's fun, man. It is it's a different that division. A, You're in a different uh, division. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just saying. I'm not saying. But, I'm just saying. 
but the Cougars do run rampant. So, <laughs> you know, they are, they might be the rebels, but they could be the Cougars too. <laughs> the show is going to take a completely different dynamic. Now that, now that it's out, is off oh, yeah. of your chest and my yeah. chest and listening. This we can talk about people. all sorts of fun stuff now. Come on in boys and girls, you girls, you can come too. Yes. It's safe. It's a safe place. You can come. Shelly likes come it. In. Some other girls come yeah. in, come in and chat, but Show's going to take a whole different turn here. Oh. Ow. <laughs> Amen to that. Okay. We have to just pause for Who's a second. your 100 on? Me? Yeah, I'll give you 100 back. Who are you betting on? Astros. See, that's boring. It's boring, but it's, I mean, I, I hate it. I hate that. I, I don't like it. <laughs> I hate the Astros. I just, I'm going to take pitching and I'm going to take timely hitting in that bullpen. It just it Are we going to run up. it back, Houston and the Dodgers? Who wants to see that? Both one seeds get there. You want to see that? No. I want the Mariners to be in the World Series. Oh, my goodness. That's who I'm riding. I mean, I talk about who, whose fan base am I a part of? Who am I jumping on? I'm jumping on the Mariners. I want the Mariners to win it all. I just want the Padres to beat the Mets so we can get that out of the way. Then we get Dodgers Padres in the second round and a winner of the Phillies. And why Cardinals is that fun? Why is Dodgers? Why is Dodgers? It's a West Padres Coast fun. thing. It's good baseball. They can't stand each other. The fan bases can't stand each other. That's Correct, a rivalry. You think the Padres can beat the Dodgers in the playoffs? I don't. Why not? I don't. I don't have the pitching. So. No. In a five game series, they come back with Darvish again. I mean, what? Darvish going to pitch all five games? No, but he wins one. Okay. And then somehow they manage to split Snell and Musgrove. They probably get a bullpen game for game four, and then it's aces time for game five. I think it'll be – did you like Dodgers-Giants last year? I always liked Dodgers-Giants. Now, that was great, right? I always liked that. I just don't – I'm not high on the Padres team in the playoffs. I'm just not high on them. I'm just not high. Differential. They got a lot of. Yeah. I'm just not. I'm just not not a huge fan of of what they're going to throw from a starting pitching rotation. I bullpen bullpen wise. I just I. They're fortunate to be in the playoffs. I'll say that. Juan Soto could be a superstar. He's one. If he erupts, but do they let him hit? Okay, but do they let him hit? Well, what do you mean? They finally got somebody batting behind him. I mean, got Machado batting right behind him. Okay, need Machado to be Machado. Roll the clock back two years and let's see that that version of the Machado. Like I need home run every ten at bats type of Machado. Right. You you give me that. You give me that guy as real protection. Okay. I mean they've got the names. It's just when you start digging down into their numbers, you're like, okay, can you be pitched around? Yeah. And then is their pitching staff good enough to hold the Dodgers down one to nine? No. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think that the Mets very easily could win two games to none and move on. I really, I mean, I think the Padres series could be fast. Could be. I'm rooting. I mean, like sneaky root. It's a shame they're playing each other, but the Cardinals and the Phillies both have. Oh, I agree. Like, I, I want to see Albert just walk it off like the whole thing. Like, that would be very. Um, be it very feels good. weird because it's, it's, it's Yachty, Albert, and, and Wainwright. Wainwright. Like it feels like it's 2010. Like it's it's just weird that like we're looking back and we're like, those three are on a playoff team again together. Yeah. And they could and they could be around for a while. Like they could be a dangerous team. Well, they, they could be out in two games too. I mean, they got yes. Wheeler, Nola. That could be good morning, good afternoon. They don't even get to good night. Um, 
my dream does, world, my dream world series. If I could pick one right now, would be uh, Phillies Mariners. That would be a lot of fun. But opposite coast, your lips to God's ears. That would be right. unbelievable. <laughs> opposite coasts, desperate fan bases who haven't won anything in forever. Young teams, good pitching. I mean, those two playing for it all for a seven game series would be awesome. I'd watch every darn inning. The Phillies are fun because we kind of become uh, a Phillies family a little bit. With the, I mean, the kids saw Bryson Stotts Insta posted something yesterday. He's in the playoffs, so they're rooting for them, you know. And I told him if the Phillies win, they play the Dodgers. I was hoping, but they don't. Uh, I said if the Phillies play the Dodgers, we'll go. I told them last night. I said we'll find a way. We'll go to the game in L.A. I'll see if we can get the thing hooked up again. We'll go to the game. So they're rooting for the Phillies so they can go to a postseason baseball game, which I don't blame them. No, um, we know Bryson. I mean, you know, that's that's pretty cool. Um, there's a lot of things to root for. It's fun. But why is nobody talking about Tampa? Because they're talking about boring. <laughs> that team is boring. <laughs> what did you just... Just dropping bombs and boom. That team, I mean, that team is boring. You're the Rays. That team is boring. They got McClanahan pitching game one. And he's a dog. And well, after that, they might be in a little bit of trouble. But I mean, that's a boring baseball team. Boring. Uh, sorry. So I like, I, I put on the Astros. You okay. put it on. And you put it on the Braves. Odds wise, yes. I want to okay. see them. I think so, the Braves win their first series. So we're in the uh, NLCS, hopefully, and then we're good to go. Okay. We have to take a second just to talk about Shohei Otani in the year he just had. Man, oh man. Jeff Passan wrote this article last night that when I read it this morning, I I still can't really believe it as to what this guy did. I was so, looking at this last night. Not this article, but I was looking at some other stuff. But go ahead. He batted 275 with 34 <laughs> home runs, 94 30. RBIs, and 11 stolen bases. How many ribbies? Okay. 94. Okay, just short of 100. That's a shame. That would have been His slugging is down 70 points from last year, but league-wide, that's dropped. The offense has dropped by a quarter run. So just, That's fine. His... Uh, his nearly equaled his total bases and his strikeout rate dropped from 29.6% to 23.9%. There are, uh, there are some hitters who have a higher weighted on base average than Otani, but he's up there with the best hitters in the entire game. He went 15 and eight with a 2.35 ERA in 161 innings pitched gave up 123 hits, only walked 43 batters, okay. had two 43 walks in how many innings pitch? 161. Okay, go ahead. That's good. Yeah. 213 strikeouts. That's ridiculous. Okay. In 161 innings okay. and only gave up 14 home runs all year. In a year where I mean, I think Garrett Cole's given up 34 home runs, at least <laughs> the league and home runs given up, but Tony pitched all his the whole season. He didn't go on the IL. That's pretty damn good. He ain't gonna it win gets, the MVP though. No, but that, that's not why I'm bringing this up. I'm just talking about the year. This guy, it's stupid. With runners in scoring position, yes. Atani batted 323 with 12 home runs in 127 plate appearances. Runners in scoring position. 
he hit 323 with what? How many 12 home, home runs. runs. 12 bombs. Yes. And how many rubies? Uh, it didn't say the RBIs. Oh, okay. But just says just says what, what, what he's gone into. So he knocked in some runs. You're saying over ten full over the last ten full seasons, only five players have finished with an OPS higher than Otani's with runs in scoring position. Joey Votto in 2012, Miguel Cabrera in 2013, Mike Trout in 2018, Nolan Arenado in 2017, and Juan Soto in 2021. Man, I mean, are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I mean, that's just re- only five players have had a higher OPS than Otani, who, by the way, is a part-time pitcher. <laughs> there were like 12 people at the ballpark yesterday in Oakland to watch him yes. pitch. Too. It's one of those, it's, man. It's You got to like, you got to, this is must watch. Every time he pitches, just to say June song. Nine, it gets even sicker. Since June the 9th, Otani's pitching line has been 12 and 4. With a 1.66 ERA, he's thrown 113 and two-thirds innings pitched, only mm. given up 79 hits, 32 walks, 148 strikeouts, six home runs allowed, and an opposing batting average of 193 off of him. That's pretty good. Over the last four months, Otani has been the best pitcher in baseball. Dylan Cease has an ERA of uh, 1.65 since June 9th. That's the only pitcher with a better ERA over the course of since June the 9th. Otani's 1.66. He's the best fielding pitcher. What's Verlander's ERA? It's not better than those two? Are they the same? Not Not since June the 9th. Okay. His average fastball velocity is 97.3 miles per hour. Oh, he's he the throw. Third, third hardest among all stars. He can throw. <laughs> His maximum exit velocity of 119 miles per hour is third hardest among all batters. That's impressive, too. I don't understand. Do you Do you really? I don't care about the exit velocity. I got to be honest. I don't really care. Just shows you how hard the ball is coming off the bat. He's throwing That's the hard. third hardest, and he's hitting the third hardest. This is not, this is un, like, we haven't seen this before. This is unicorn shit. Like, this is just, it doesn't happen in baseball. Is he going to end up on the Yankees? No, he signed that one year deal. He's yeah, one year. Play. Then what? 2024. Look out. Yeah. Otani ranks 10th in Major League Baseball with 34 home runs and 6th in Major League Baseball with 213 strikeouts. The last player, as Jeff Passan writes on ESPN.com today, the last player to finish in the top 10 in both home runs and strikeouts was Jim Whitney in 1883. When when Jim Whitney hit five home runs... And had 345 strikeouts, and he pitched 514 innings in 1883. <laughs> How many innings? 514. In a year? In a year, in a buck 54, 154 games. Pitched every damn day. <laughs> every damn day. That's what they did. They pitched every day. <laughs> Whitney also played in an era where pitchers threw from 45 feet. They threw 45 feet. Oh, that's easy. They were required to keep their pitching hands below their shoulders and dealt from a box area. 
from which Whitney regularly jumped forward, earning the nickname Grasshopper Jim. If we're talking about the live ball era, this guy already. Here's another good one. Before Atani, <clears throat> the most pitching strikeouts in a 30 home run plus season belonged to Babe Ruth, who in 1921 and 1930 punched out three batters in each of those seasons. Three. Only Atani. Those are is all doing- very cool statistics. Those are, I mean, we are seeing a unicorn. There's no question. I mean, we're going to look back at this time, you know, 10, 20 years, and people are going to go, did you see Otani play? Like, yeah, we actually, I had him on the TV every night. It's pretty cool. (laughs) Shohei Otani has an OPS of 8.82, ninth in the big leagues. His ERA of 2.35 is sixth amongst starters with 150-plus innings pitched. Otani is a hitter, makes him a first-team lineup, using the most commonly used stats to illustrate the complete worth of a hitter. His OPS this year uh, beat Mookie Betts, Rafael Devers, Pete Alonso, and Jose Ramirez. As a pitcher, his ERA alone puts him in the conversation as a first-team starting rotation spot. Hmm. I mean, it's insane. (laughs) Like He's better than numerous all-stars just as a pitcher. Man. And he's better than numerous all-stars as a, just a hitter. Yeah. And you're combining that into one player. Yeah. I, I hey, mean, that man is money. Oh my goodness. He's got 30, he's got $30 million next year for what he's That's got good. coming in. The last one is this on back-to-back days in June, Atani had eight RBIs in one game and 13 strikeouts in one start. Four players posted eight RBI games this year of them. Only Atani pitches 15 players had punched out 13 or more this year. Only of them, only Atani is the one who hits. The only thing that could do, be doing this is doing it on consecutive days is, is doing it in the same game. Nobody's doubting that one day Atani might very well do that in the same game. Man, could, could you imagine he had 13 Ks and eight RBIs in the same game? It's fantastic. Reminds me I, of my little league days. I used to do he's, that stuff like you, that. You just, just like, Otani is unbleeping believable. He's doing it against major league players. Like he's 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 that he's like the big kid that dominated little league. I mean, it's yeah. just it's nuts. Um, I mean, I want to see him on a better team as a baseball fan. Um, selfishly, I like him on the West Coast, where I mean, I get all the games. I can see him anytime I want. Right. Uh, I could go. I've went to see him in pitch in New York, and I got rained out. So I've never seen him in person, um, but you can tell he's different. People in the chat are coming with like he prefers the West Coast. Be mm-hmm. staying, maybe go to Seattle. Oh, in, he's an absolute home run in Seattle. I mean, he's Alex L said San Francisco Giants is a good fit. I mean, I guess. The Giants are why? Why are the Giants? Oh, yeah, 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 big, big Asian population. Right, they, they'll spend money. Yeah. Yes, All right, yeah, I can see San Fran. Seattle is the is the automatic though. He just steps that's, in there where. Uh, yeah, that's the yes. Ichiro, Ichiro off. left off. Yeah, and he becomes a global superstar in a huge Asian market. They, they he likes being on the West Coast because people in Asia can watch him play. Time zone wise. Mets, not the Mets. You can't go to the Mets. No, Judge is going to the Mets. Oh. 
Judge is going to the Mets. That's what Judge is going. <laughs> That'll get them all around. <laughs> more than more than me saying that the Red Sox are going to get them. <laughs> you see my dream? No. I, say, I say congratulations on number 62 to the new Red Sox left fielder. Aaron Judge. <laughs> Oh got boy! Everyone, got, got everyone all riled. Got up. everybody a little riled up there. <laughs> yeah, you fans get all bent. Shame. Yeah. Pittsburgh's probably working on his new deal right now. Be a pirate. <laughs> and then him versus everybody else because <laughs> they can't pay anybody else. <laughs> it's Judge versus everyone else. Hey, Playing man. first, Aaron Judge. Playing second, Aaron Judge. Playing shortstop, Aaron Judge. <laughs> it's not even funny. It's not funny. I don't have a payroll above $72 million, and then we might actually have a conversation. 72? I don't even, is, is that what it is? I thought it no, was, it was like, like 27. Yeah, 36, I think it was this year. <laughs> Brutal. All right, one more baseball. Well, one more baseball question. So looking ahead to next year, we're into the playoffs, but a team that didn't make the playoffs, but looking ahead. Yeah. Are you a buyer or a seller that the Orioles next year will be in the playoffs? Man, I hope so. I'm going to get back to Camden Yards next summer at some point. We're definitely going to a game there. I love that place. It's a tremendous fan base. And that's a fun team, man. Like, they got young um, talent. Yeah, they got some pieces, right? And just got to get a pitcher to go there. I'll have to talk to Towers. Josh Towers, friend of mine, ended up on that Yankee team that won a World Series in 2009. And... um just become a, a pretty good friend here in town. What it was like pitching in Baltimore because they weren't good. They were on the cusp of being good when he was there, mm-hmm. but they they didn't they weren't good. Like this is just like that. At places, Rushman had mm-hmm. a year that if you're looking at catchers and what they've well catching That's, every day, right? Batting two fifty four, thirteen home runs, and forty two RBIs. Rookie catchers with a WAR of five. Look at the names that he's with right now. Carlton Fisk, Mike okay. Piazza, Thurman Munson, hell Johnny up. Bench. That's a hell of a list right there, son. Right? Yeah. I mean, that is an unbelievable that's, rookie year for the Orioles catcher. That's arguably the best hitting catchers of all time right there, that list. <laughs> Those guys could hit back then. They, they didn't even think twice about it. They caught all the games. Oh, and they hit. Yep. Um, it's crazy because, I mean, even in, you know, coaching the kids, you don't even ask the catcher to really hit. It's like mm-hmm. a bonus. Mm-hmm. But when they do, wow, you got a whole world opened up when you can put your catcher in the middle of the lineup, not at the end. Yeah. It was and, like when the shortstop started to hit, when we saw Jeter, A-Rod. Oh, you know, Lord. Those, no those guys. No more. Come on. We're like, wait a minute. Shortstops can hit. Yeah, like they're not going to bat 212 and bat ninth. I mean, that was always the shortstop's thing. They bat ninth, they bat 215. And as long as they got on base once in a while, just to justify their spot in the lineup, yeah. you're like, okay, catchers who hit. I mean, that's where the Dodgers had it with Piazza. That's, you know, Carlton Fisk and like, you know, all that. Yeah, a lot going chat's on. blowing up with this Oriole talk. I didn't realize there's a lot of people that want to see the Orioles. A lot of people are saying all in, all in. They're making a playoffs. Yeah, at least is a hard division. It is, but people are so desperate for new blood. 
They just want to see somebody else. They're just bored. They're tired of Red Sox, Yankees, Yankees, Blue Jays, Yankees, Red Sox, Blue Jays, Red Sox. They're just tired of it. You didn't even mention a race. All they do is make the playoffs every year. And everyone hates them because they belong in Montreal. Who hates the race? Nobody hates the race. I hate the race. Why? Because they, they're boring. Their ballpark sucks and their fan base is awful. That's that's actually three reasons. Why. Okay. <laughs> that's why I hate the Rays. They need to be moved. They play in a clown show for a for a venue. You ever no been? one even yes. And no one in their own place wants to go to the trop. You've been inside the trop? Yes. Is it it's bad, bad, huh? For it sucks. Game? <laughs> it's absolutely it, it's like this is where a major league baseball team plays. I drove by it. They weren't at it's, home. Cockeye, when you last. see it, 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 it's it's crooked. It's, it's the dumbest. I don't know. Whoever built that thing, it's we just were, where they built it was stupid. What they built was stupid. <laughs> it looks dumb from the from when you're driving on the on, on the bridge. It looks dumb. You're like, that's the trop. What the hell is that thing? That's right. Like you get off the bridge, you're like, wait, that's it. And then that's the kids are like, like, what the hell? Were, the kids are like, they play baseball in there. Yeah. And you know, we've Makes taken a couple ballpark tours. We took the ballpark tour in San Diego. We took the ballpark tour at Fenway. It's it was fascinating because they take you in. The, all the different spaces. And I was like, you guys want to take a tour of that? They're like, no, we're good. <laughs> what were we going to see inside there? But the rays, you go look at the, the, the rays in the, in the tank. That's the most interesting about the ballpark. They got a zoo inside of it, or the aquarium inside of it. That's it. Other than that, the place is brutal. Probably going to win the fucking world series. They let them do it. I mean, it's great. I, it's phenomenal. Let them win the world series. It would be, it would be, you know, I, I guarantee you this. I could walk down the street in Las Vegas. And I'm going to say I could ask 500 people and not a single person could name me a player on the race. You might. Oh man. I could, I could ask 500 strangers on the strip today. And not a single person will tell me an actual active player on the playoff roster for the Tampa Bay race. Jeez, you might be right. I mean, you think, might get like, McClanahan. You, you might. might. My, he's the only one because most people don't know how good he is and they just think it's some dude with an Irish name. <laughs> it's just, it's you know, maybe I, you might stumble into somebody who might be able to like him and haw their way into a, into the right name of one person. But I'm going to, I'm going to vote. The, I, would, I would put the, the heavy money on the no. On the no. Wow. People would not be able to say a name with a, a Tampa Bay Ray player. Oh my gosh. You might be right. And that's bad. Yeah. So the Orioles, good. Ray's bad. No, I mean, the Orioles are the, the, the Orioles are more interesting. I think they're a more interesting team. They got an unbelievable ballpark. They're a baseball town. Haven't been yeah. good since the 70s. And I mean, they were good know. in the 80s. They won a World Series. I guess eighties, Cal I guess, yeah, with Cal, yeah. yeah, I guess that. So, like, I'm gonna go for the eighties. The eighties and seventies both seem the same distance away, which is a long fucking time ago. A Rosarina, so, and nobody will name a Randy Rosarina on the Rays. Wander Franco, Wander Franco, they might. G Montroy, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, that someone's going to come up. Taylor Wells. Yeah, here's someone's going to come up. I know who t- Hey, who does Pete Fairbanks play for? <laughs> you know, let's go. Th- let's go through the number of people. Hey, what team does Pete Fairbanks play for? 
That would be fun. That would be actually be, a fun segment. It would be unbelievable. Just, just what walk, sport walk does Pete Fairbanks play? And what town does it? What teams does he play on? How about Brandon Berger? Brandon Berger, or David, or, or David Peralta? I thought you were going to say David Peralta. <laughs> David Peralta. I don't even know yeah. what position some of these guys play. Right. I up. I mean, of course. And I watch Nobody. baseball. I, right. I mean, I, I do baseball stuff. You know, Christian Betancourt plays what position and what team is he on? Like, <laughs> people have no idea. Like, um, <laughs> Glassnow's back. That that freak is back. Glassnow is he on the roster? He gonna pitch. Oh, good. Well, that helps a lot. Yeah, out of the bullpen or a start? I uh, came back. I don't think he's stretched out enough to like go five innings. Okay. But I think he could go through the road through the order once, you know, at least maybe I mean, the Rays, twice during the series. That's what the Rays do. Well, that's what the Rays do. If you have a bullpen game, the Rays love bullpen games. If Glass is your starter in a bullpen game, that's huge. Goes three innings, gets you through, you know. Mm-hmm. I yeah, think nine up, nine, up, nine down is that's that would be gigantic. You yeah. get him through three innings and one round to through the order. He's had two starts so far, but um, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> the chat's amazing. Uh, we just got somebody in here that said, "You jokers have me saying bad, bad now." Thanks. There you go. <laughs> mad, mad, are they mad, mad, or are they bad, bad? Which, which, which is it? Bad, 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 bad or mad, mad? Yes, absolutely, love it. All right. So last night yes. we didn't go to the game, but the Lakers were here. LeBron. Went stupid against the, the Suns, just went off. In, seven, in the first 17 minutes, he had 24 points, three rebounds, and three assists. But after the game is when he really made news. He did. After the game, he essentially called out Adam Silver <laughs> and went to the podium. He and, yeah, he said, Adam Silver reads the transcript of most, po- of, of most of these press conferences. Told you. I not, not, not I told you. Polyester sweat. Uh, and he said, I know. Adam Silver's in Dubai, but he reads everything. And I'm just going to read it. He's, he's like, Adam, I want to own a team in Vegas. Everybody Con- does. Vegas, one of the best fan bases in the world. And the Vegas needs to be here. And he wants to be a part of it. Would you have a problem with LeBron James was an active player, part of an ownership group with a team in Vegas? Can't be an active player on a different team owning another team. Why not? It's a conflict of interest. Why? What the? What? Why not? How is it not? You can't. You own one percent. If you own one percent of a pro franchise, you'll make more money as a player than you would as the owning the a minority share. Can't be a majority shareholder, but if you're a minority shareholder, you could go get your share. What if they're what if they hold it for? I you? mean, that's like me working for for DraftKings, but I invest in Fanduel. I'm a part owner. What's the I mean, problem? I can with buy that? stock. That's What's fine. With that? Yeah, same you thing. Can't own it. No, you're a minority owner. I'm working for the enemy. So there's got to be antitrust laws or something. Tom Brady tried to do it, and what did they do? Well, he never went to Miami, so we we never. Really they said you out. can't do that shit, Tom. No one told him that. It just, it just fell through. Stephen Ross was just too big of a, you know, couldn't get a deal done. Couldn't close it. Coincidence? Dun, dun, dun. 
I don't know. Stephen Ross, who knows? Somebody said, Tom, you can't do this. Oh my gosh. Speaking of Tom Brady, he just came up on his post game after right now on my TV. I'm concerned him. He's not eating at all. This sucks. Gosh. Bad. It's not good. We need to have Tom good. on the show. <laughs> sure, Tom. Anytime you want to come on. <laughs> it it's so funny because well, I, I, mean, I, I those... even heard I even heard Farrah go, we're right. Farrah, we're calling him. <laughs> Go ahead, call It'd be great. Yeah, I'd love to get Tom on. Just, yeah, call Tom, him. how are yeah. things? Hey, um, Don Yee, uh, yeah, can we get Tom on? <laughs> who the fuck are you? <laughs> We're Boston versus the book, mother. Well, that's who we <laughs> are. What do you mean? He's like, I'm not. He's like, what? He's like, Boston people. No, we're not doing this yet. <laughs> hey, we're out of Boston. <laughs> Tom, so, we're in Vegas. All right, first question is this. Are we getting an NBA team? Yes. Yes. You think so? When? I think so. Yeah. 100%. When? I'm setting the bar at three Check years. Check your almanac. I wish three I years. knew. I don't know. Three years. What do you think? In three years. Three years? Not playing. We will, we will be awarded a team in Las Vegas over under three years. I'll bet the under. Man, oh man, I hope you're right. I missed the, the boat is- on... Uh, on getting night's tickets. Season tickets? It's, it's such a hard. Yeah, it's just too hard. It's such a it's a big I nut can't go cover. enough. And you can't exactly. You can't, can't go, go enough. enough. We're too busy. We got kids I mean, I, and stuff. I, I, but I mean, when I get older, like if Maddie is like 17, 18 and like, you know, she can be by herself and or she come with or drive me or whatever like maybe, but like right now it's too hard. What's going on? It's too hard. It's way it's way too hard. But when I saw that LeBron thing last night, mm-hmm. I threw it out there. I said, listen, if we get a team here, I just floated it out because, it, you know, you, you know how these things go. Sometimes you mm-hmm. just got to, like, throw it up in the ether and see what happens. Just right. the bubble up there. I said, hey, if we get an NBA team, I think I'm getting season tickets. <laughs> and she went, what? We don't. We're not getting an NBA team. I said, I know. Not oh, here you are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's happening. NBA is coming here. There's no, I'm I, not even, I'm not even flinching on that, that, that conversation. It's happening. I know. I know. It's going to happen. Yeah. It's, it's, it is definitely going to happen. The only question is, does Bill Foley, owner of the Knights, is he willing to back off some of the stances he has had in terms of priority with the building, with T-Mobile Arena? I don't if, think so. So Everything then they're going to have to build that. Then they're going to build a new facility, and that's going to take some time to build a basketball-only facility, See which how is so stupid. Here? It's it takes a year, and I mean, look, the sphere is still going on right now. That's been going on two years. It still takes time. I mean, it still takes to build to build a, a facility for basketball. It takes time. Find the find the land, do the deal, get the city state to approve, get infrastructure built. Ooh. South end of the strip makes we the gonna, most sense. Are we getting a team from somewhere else? Or are we getting mm. an a, a expansion? Because we got expansion. we got some very good information flowing in the chat right now that there's some teams looking to come here. Of course, but it's not going to happen. They're not going to move a team here. They're going to expand because they have to give it to Seattle. So you need Seattle, Vegas, both come in. NBA goes to 32 teams. 
and you move one team. We talked about this. What's the what's the one team that gets moved to the to the east? Yeah, we did from talk the west. about this in the summer. So o- um, OKC is OKC is the team that you would move to the east. The Vegas Chips. You believe that? Thanks, Addison. Starting that shit. Call them the Vegas Chips. We're not calling no. them the Chips. No, I don't mind that. Vegas blue oh. chips. Why does it got to be blue? Purple chips are dime chips. That's what we the want. Movie, the movie. Blue chips was a basketball movie in college. Come on, my friend was in it. Extra. He was a UCLA basketball player in it. Kevin. He Walker. was a player. Kevin Walker. Yeah, go look. Go look up the. the, the he gets dunked That's on awesome. by Shaq. Really? <laughs> How much yeah. fun is that? <laughs> I missed His my kid. shot at being he, in a movie. I wanted to be an extra in that in that movie with Van Damme when they played hockey to Penguins uh, at the arena. Nice. Just, His kid is a top 25 recruit in the 2025 class, I believe it is. Your friend? My friend's son. Yeah. Where's he at? Alabama. Where, 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 where's he live? They live in Iowa? Alabama. Alabama? Huntsville. Ah, he's staying in the SEC? Oh my! No, but he's getting offers like his dad. I mean, Kevin posts pictures of his all the offers his kids he got an offer from Litscomb yesterday. It's just crazy. Like he's a he's a rising sophomore or soft, sophomore this year. He's getting all these like low level D one schools because all the high level D one schools will start to come in. You know, his junior and senior year. But he's like he's like six nine and he's fifteen. <laughs> Man, if I could be tall for like a week, you'd like hate six it. nine. You'd I'd hate it. it. Hundred percent hate it. Oh, I love it. it. Capital H A T E hate. Three of my friends are all very tall, and they would trade. They would trade with you. AC was tall, man. He was AC six six. Played basketball at Northwestern. Walker six eleven. They would change two seconds with you if you said, "Hey, you want to switch tall height?" They would switch with you tomorrow. They flying on an airplane, finding shoes, finding clothes that fit. That's a problem. It's, I never thought about that. Just it's such just an it's made. tall. I feel so bad for tall people. And you could ask the question every day of your life: How tall are you? Like how's the literally, AC and I have joked around about when we go to bars that he would just <laughs> walk around with a sign on it, and he would just say six 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 six. Leave six, me like, to fuck alone. He, he would just walk up. Now, it, when we were single. It was great because oh. girls, girls oh. would walk over. I guess I'm single now. Oh. When, when girls would walk over and they would say, mm. hey, how tall are you? And it starts the conversation. So he was like a magnet. He was, he was like a light to moths. It was great. It was like they're all, it was a phenomenal. But <laughs> after a while, when he got into our 20s and we gotten older, and now he absolutely like, like he wants to punch you if you say, wow, man, you're tall. How tall are you? <laughs> he just wants to crack him over the head and go like, I over and over. so I feel for tall people because they get that question. The number one pick in the draft, they just that video went viral yesterday. The kid in the 2023 draft yeah. is so tall that he has to duck underneath the, the metal detector. Rancy said he's seven foot four. Yeah, he's he's so tall. Seven he foot to, four. Yeah. He, he that can't don't even, even make sense to me. And he's gonna be the number one pick in the draft next year in, in, in next And next he's summer. in France. Yeah. He may end up in Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. Yep. You want to talk about a culture shock? Well, Gobert liked it, so maybe maybe there's something I don't know. 
Salt Lake's not that bad. It's just outside of Salt Lake Paris is really bad. To Salt Lake City. Well, if you like from Boston to Huntsville. No, it's not. Outside no? it is. No, I mean, Salt Lake has become, they've tried very hard to show that they are not like, you know, a polygamy run crazy town. Like the, 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 they're trying, they're trying very hard to, you know, show that there's young people there and they have progressive people there. And, you know, they're trying. It's, it's a really hard sell, but they're trying. So there are pockets that you could potentially get into. Go to Park City, you know, go live in Park City or go travel to Park City. And that's Tourism Central. The so chat have is that. rolling right now about the tall people. <laughs> Finding shoes is bad, bad. Oh, it's bad, bad. It's awful. Seven foot four guys, tall, tall. Bull Bull is seven foot two. Bull Bull's the other guy. What the hell are we doing right That's now? That's great. Tours. That's awesome. Yeah. Jimmy, it's, two times everything. I was just go get, the was, papers, uh, get the papers. Get the papers. <laughs> it was like, there you go with the Goodfellas reference. It's too good. That's phenomenal. Uh, Holy shit. All right. Taco Fall is seven foot six. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Seven foot six? And he can dribble. <laughs> yeah. A little of a handle on him. He, he, he can do some fun stuff. You sit in the back seat. Like you got to take out the front seat of a car, right? You just, you just take it That's out. That's what I mean. Being tall is really, really hard. It's football players are big people, but football players like you can be six foot three and be okay. Six, yeah, there's tall. six and taller is, is, is a pain in the ass. And size shoe of 14 or bigger is a pain in the ass. To you get one. We used to get everything. one at the stores. You used to get one size 14. You could get right. 10, 10, how about 15? How about 10, 15? 11s? Right. How about special 15? order? There's no right. Nobody sends it. Right. That's the problem. So if you have over a size 14 shoe, right, you can never find it on the rack. You ever. can't. Oh, no, no. You can't walk into a place and expect them to have it. No, 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 no. We never. It's awful. It. It's really hard. It's really, it's, it's a pain in the ass. You have to go and, you Take know, that's why big shoes. and tall stores started to become a reality because. You know, people, guys who were that tall needed to have some type of, you know, place where they can go buy some clothes. Can't do everything custom. I mean, it's super expensive. Right. Like right. You, you need, hey, a pair of shorts that are five times larger than any other pair of shorts you got in your entire, you know, store. <laughs> Sucks. So I, I don't, I, yeah, I don't envy tall people. I, I, I would be, I wouldn't mind being six one. I'm like five eleven, three fourths. I'm almost six yeah. feet tall. I wouldn't like having another inch or two on me would have been fine, but that's I'm good after that. Like I I, I don't need to be six three, six five, ten. I wish I was six foot every day. Six one. I just take six foot. I I yeah. I've said it for years. If I had two inches, I'd have been in the big leagues. But that's okay. <laughs> I'm here instead. Uh, two inches though. Remember, <laughs> fight for that inch. I was going to try to avoid that joke. It was like that's coming at some point. That joke is going to be said. I'm going to <laughs> people joke. love it. We got to give the trying to move what off they of want. The- <laughs> you left the opening. I took. Yeah. Quick story. How big of a goober is this guy who filed a police report of Bobby Wagner? I, 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 I got the list the of glasses ready for you to go. <laughs> He runs on his clown. This this is by far the best story of the day. Also, the word goober. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's a million words you can use. There's a million words you can use for this dude. But he files a police report on Bobby Wagner because Bobby Wagner leveled him. And I thought Bobby Wagner was nice because my friend Matt Chatham is the most famous person to ever level 
a person running onto the field. And he did it during the Super Bowl. Matt Chatham leveled the streaker for an offshore sports book in the New Orleans Super Bowl. New Orleans played who? No, Patriots were in New Orleans against um, against the Rams. Oh, oh, back in the day. This back was, in the day. This was this the, was this was the Brady Super Bowl. Yeah, Matt Chatham laid out a streaker. First time we'd seen a streaker on TV during a Super Bowl, and Matt Chatham cracked the guy. Just bang, knocked him straight down. Security guards jumped on him and got him. So whenever I see this story, I always reference and, I, and, I, and I'll write Matt and I'll, I'll joke around with Matt. I'm like, it's Matt, it's Matt Chatham 2.0 and whatever. Matt is now a, a broadcaster and an analyst for football for a variety of places, including Nesson up in Boston. Huh? Went to, he's from Iowa. My friend Kyle is how I got, I met Kyle in Des Moines. Kyle grew up with Matt Chatham. It's how I met Chatham through Kyle. And so like just, you know, how the world works. Right. You can't. You can't actually file a police report. I would love to have watched the policeman or the officer or whoever takes this from this guy going, sir, you were on the field. Yes, sir. Were you supposed to be on the field? No, sir. I'm going to file a police report. Yes, sir. I was on the field. I was not, I was not supposed to be hit by a football player. I, I was just running. I not only was on the field, sir, but I was running around with a smoke bomb, <laughs> a pink smoke, a pink a, smoke bomb, pink smoke bomb totally disrupting everything and possibly could have been blowing something up. Correct. But I want to file a report against Please. that guy. Against that guy. Cause he wasn't supposed to touch me. <laughs> he wasn't supposed to hit me. So I'm going to, it's like, um, file this under frivolous. You fucking idiot lawsuit. Eleven oh seven. I mean, like, are you kidding me? This is one of the stupidest stories I, I mean, like, you got to be an idiot to go on the field anyway, yeah. but then you got to be a new class of idiot to go to a police a, a police station and say, I'd like to file a police report, please. For what? Well, when I was on the feet, you were on the field? Yeah, I was on the field. Wait, you weren't the guy with the pink smoke bob. Yeah, that was me. That's me. Okay. The Ram player hit me. <laughs> yeah. So? Don't go into an alligator cage and then get mad when the alligator bites you. You were on the I don't like game. alligators at like, what all. are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you doing? That what I mean, you're a clown. Definition of a clown is to file <laughs> a police report on Bobby Wagner. You should have hit him harder. <laughs> Alex I, L just said it was a helmet to head. Helmet Wagner would have been flagged. <laughs> 15 yards. He should have led with the crown of his helmet. He would have been targeting. 15 yards <laughs> targeting. Targeting. He would have been ejected from the game. I mean, come on. He should have. He should have. Like, after, I actually thought he, I thought he did the guy a favor. He hit him mostly with his forearm. Right. He just I shivered thought, him. He just yeah, gave him a little shiver. I would have drilled the dude. Do the pickup, wrap, bang, full on. <laughs> Happy Gilmore to the dude. Yes, not happy, yes. not happy Gilmore. What's, what's the other? Up. What's the other movie? What's the movie? What's the um, Water Boy? The the Water Boy, oh, yeah. I think. Or or double kick him right with with, with your feet. Oh, do the double God. kick to the guy. He could have done anything he wanted to do. The guy. I mean, that guy has a free shot. You want to talk about what a dream scenario would be? That's a free roll right yeah, there. Yeah, but like it's like. That you can't pick on somebody that's like that. Like you just got to knock them down and say, "Get off the field, man!" Like you're a, the fact that you had to sit there, 
beat a guy at the desk when the guy came in to file a police report. I mean, it's priceless. Like, what about you're the public defender that gets this case? <laughs> you got to go defend this. It, nut. it doesn't. It doesn't go to court. There's no tossed. chance, it gets, right? It gets tossed. No, it never even goes anywhere. It takes right here. Yeah, we'll follow yeah. this thing. Thank yeah. you, sir. Walk it, it, out. Put that right in the fucking right. can. <laughs> yeah, that that's like, hey, Jimmy, get a load of this clown. Come here. <laughs> what? <laughs> tell tell Jimmy what you just told me. You want to yeah. do what now? Yeah. You want to file a what? Oh, okay. Like that's an in-house joke. The entire oh. police station is rolling, laughing at this guy. I actually get over the loudspeaker when this guy starts telling me he wants to file a police report and say, I need everybody <laughs> down at the desk right now, wow. please. Immediately code nine. Like Jessica works at Walgreens when she did, right. they had a code for everything. I need change. It's code 56. So yeah. nobody knows what they're calling out except the people in the store. This right. would be one of those code reds, code code 56. Everybody <laughs> at the desk here. immediately because, like, there's an emergency. And then hold on. All right. Thank you all for coming. Go ahead, sir. Let's, let's so file this bad. report. Go ahead. Tell them again. Um, Come on. Do you, do you guys in Pittsburgh own your former players? Like, does questions. Antonio Brown's behavior disturb people from Pittsburgh because he's generally seen as a stealer? Um, No. Because of the way he left and the way, like, there's a distance between him. It, it's a Pittsburgh thing, but, like, everybody at home knew he was crazy anyway. Okay. Like, what about Le'Veon Bell? Lev set out a whole year. He burned a lot of bridges in Pittsburgh. So I think, I don't think, I think he removed himself too before he left. If he would have finished his career or done, stayed or been more tied to the Steelers, it would have been different. But no. Not as much. What in the hell is he doing boxing Uriah Hall? I I, I wish you could tell him. <laughs> tell him. Because he ain't listening to anybody. I don't know. Does he he must need money? I guess so. You I need mean, money if you're gonna do this. It's I can't believe this has been sanctioned by anybody. See, this is the part I don't understand like that. Like I how does this get okayed? This is a bad idea. No, this is a horrible idea. Le'Veon Bell knocked out. Forget the dude who he knocked out. He, he, he boxed somebody, knocked somebody out. So he's got the Jake Paul thing going. He's got some juice. So Jake Paul puts him on the undercard for his fight against Anderson Silva. If you buy this, I mean, can you please just give me your money? Like, like, just give it to me. Like, just, so just people it, go it, and bet on the Jets. That's the yeah, same. That's fine. Like, just, right, but, like, but at least you have, at least you have a, a snowball, a snowball's chance in hell. This is what about throwing people your, that bet on this? Is there going to be betting on this? Of course, it's a pro fight. Of course, there would be. Offshores will take it. I don't know if onshores will, but offshores will. Hundred percent. My gut would be Uriah Hall is probably minus six hundred. I think you're missing a zero. Six thousand? You think I don't know what no, I mean, I don't, it's, it's, it's Levy on Bell for God's sake. It's boxing. I mean, it's just weird shit happens in boxing. Oh, it's, 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 a, it's, it's a UFC, UFC fighter. It's not boxing. It, it, He's yeah. putting gloves on. He's never correct. No kicking, no grappling, no holding. No, no, I mean, big it's just close. Yeah, it's just boxing. So it's not th weird things can happen. You can get caught. I mean, if Uriah Hall loses this fight, I mean, Uriah Hall is a retired UFC fighter, but a veteran. He needs the money. Like the aside from Le'Veon Bell fighting it, it breaks my heart that Uriah Hall is doing this because that means he needs money. After the length of career that he's had, it's like, man, he doesn't need to be doing this crap, being a pro boxer for whatever reason, but 
congratulations. They got us to talk about it, which is what they want. I guess, but man, oh, Speck said if he had two more inches, he would have had a lot more title fights. <laughs> For a guy, is short worse? Is short, short worse than tall, tall? That's a how one. short. How short are you talking? Talking five six? Yes. Short, short is worse than tall, tall. Hundred percent. A lot of girls like tall guys. Tall, tall guys. Girls love tall guys. Yeah, like tall, tall guys. Like I've seen. Very it. intriguing. <laughs> I've seen it. Like they, oh, I've seen. They gravitate yeah. toward them tall guys. I told you, it's like a moth to a light. Like they just, it it, they just, they see it and they're like, "Wow, you're really tall." It gives them. Some, I don't know. They feel safe. They so. just want a title fight in one of those situations too. Sometimes, just want to see what's behind the curtain. If you know what I'm saying. Climb the jungle, Jim. That's that's a lot of <laughs> lot of let's, let's go up. See what we do. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Um, are you gonna watch this? You're not gonna watch this, are you? Absolutely not. No. This is bad. I I'm embarrassed for everyone involved. And I'm mad that Anderson Silva is fighting Jake Paul. I'm mad about that too. But everyone's just waiting for Jake Paul to get knocked out. So oh, go I'm, back I'm, I'm, back I'm doing it. Just got pixelated. Oh, it's doing it again. Eleven fifteen. Hold on, I'll be right back. Go right back. Show the Padre stuff. Look at this. Look at this jersey. It's unbelievable. I don't know. I think uh, I think short shorts worse than tall tall two boys. Way worse. I think I think Pierre's right. Way worse. Okay. Uh, real quick on this because this is not a very big story, but Draymond Green got into a fight at practice yesterday. We're talking about fighting, so that was relevant to bring it up. I like it. He might get suspended by the team. You okay with teams fighting in the preseason, teammates fighting with each other in the preseason? Um, they just won a championship. Mm-hmm. And they're in camp or preseason or whatever, and they're fighting. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous, or they still care. Right, it's one or the, I mean, it, it it can be both. The reason why they got into the altercation, which we'll never really know, but that matters to me. Does it? Yeah, because if Jordan Poole is messing around with a girl that Draymond Green or his wife or his kid, like, oh, don't tell me that's the stuff that's that, even well, being discussed. It's not, but we never know the oh, real reason. Oh, but oh, that, oh, my, my point oh, is, oh, if we're talking about strictly oh, on the court, and Draymond is riding, him hard. is riding Jordan Poole. Or yeah. pushing him, or yeah. trying, then I'm I'm cool with this. I think right. it's tremendous pushback. If there is off the court stuff happening in Jordan Poole, and Draymond takes the off the court stuff onto the on court stuff, and they get into a fight like that, that's a different type of story. So, really, the reason why it happened for the altercation matters to me. Sometimes well, no. these altercations happen because of the off court stuff. Right. That's what I mean. That's my point. There's like nothing else to do or talk about so you get them in practice yes which is bad which I don't is like that's bad that's not, not good for the team at uh-uh. all but if it's just we're we're getting ready for the year jordan pool draymond's trying to do iron sharpening iron i'm okay with it i think it's competitive fire listen to the stories and i mean we all watched during covid we all watch that jordan uh doc documentary there was a lot of shit going on in practice with those teams. They won six titles. Right. You know, I mean, somebody got to be the lead dog and push. Steph's too nice. He can talk, but he ain't pushing. 
Clay is just Clay. Clay probably has a tremendous, um, you know, he can giveth, but yeah. I don't know if he could taketh. If you want to go to one game this year, one game, one Warriors game. at the Celtics. Why is it always going to be about Boston? Because Boston fans are going to go after Steph Curry. They've been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. This, this what do they catch him on a road trip in February? Like, yeah. what the hell does that even mean? He probably won't even play that one game. My guess, right? He, my guess, he won't, he won't he sit. He'll sit. He won't even play because <laughs> they're going to come for him. Where's the game? He'll sit. I guarantee he'll sit. But but that's the if he plays, that's the game that's... that is going to be electric in that building. I'm telling you, I am. I'm actually excited for the NBA. Like yes, I was good. watching I'm, a little bit of the Sixers in the in the Cavaliers last night, and I was watching the game, and I'm like, this is just fun. It's fun again. It's competitive. Donovan Mitchell and that Cleveland team looked unbelievable yesterday. Like they were playing. They're a bet on for a while. Yeah. Right. I was thinking, yep. geez, this would be a number I'd have to really like adjust uh, the power. It's tough up. because you're right, but it's tough because preseason is such a difficult, it's like preseason football. You, you don't, don't know. Really know what they're going to be, but you, you, you can you see the athletic ability. You see the rotation, you see the talent and you're like, huh? <laughs> like they might be something to watch. That's a team. Like the, yeah. the cat, I was so impressed and I'm like watching the Sixers. And I'm like, they're still really good. Like they, Maxi looks like a grown up now. Mm-hmm. I mean, he looked like a kid that was figuring it out. He looked like a grown up last night. And Bede's still, you know, one of the best players in basketball. I'm excited for the NBA. But this is – so the reason is important. We're never going to find out the reason. This is – unless Draymond goes on his podcast and talks about it. Which he might. Which he could. Which he might. And But this is not like – Betting information, is it? Or do you put this this in your back pocket and go, oh, there may be problems in the locker room? I mean, you might harken back to it at some point, but, you know, not right now. It's not something to worry about betting-wise right now. Speaking of betting, Thursday night football tonight. Denver, Indy. Trying to get excited about this game, Dave, but it's really hard. Can't do it. Can't do it, bro. Line is three and a half. It hasn't really moved since they moved off of three. I haven't the line yet this morning. Denver three and a half. Indy. lines are moving right now. They're betting Seattle, boys. To win, win game one of the series. Game one. Love I it. I just dropped eight cents. That's a play. I like the Mariners a lot. Mariners. Yeah, oh I like the Mariners. I'll, I'll bet the Mariners game one for sure. Uh, not officially. Don't worry, Mariner fans. I'm not going to do that to you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to put my hex on you guys. Uh, oh, bro. Total is 42 and a half. Why? Why? Well, you know why. Both quarterbacks can't score. Matt Ryan's horrific. <sighs> four touchdown tosses is the lowest through four games for Russell Wilson since his rookie season. Is this embedded or book it today? It was yesterday's. Oh, you played a total, right? Yeah, I'm going to play a side. Get out of here. I have no oh, I thought no, you were coming with a side today. No. I'm not gonna have two units on this crap fest. No, this is this is definitely crap fest. I'll throw two player props up on. Uh, I'll bet two player props later in the day once I figure out exactly negative what. player props or positive player props. Like you're gonna bet over or under or yes. I'm or probably gonna take the pro, the, the bet prep prop of the day, the props.com prop of the day. I'm probably it's Matt Ryan under passing yardage. I'm probably gonna bet that. 
Okay. He's not throwing the ball at all. Right. And then I might go under the court. Yesterday's four and a half is now five and a half for the Cortland Sutton receptions. And I may go under the five and a half receptions. Plus money? Um, no, I think it's plus money on the over five and a half. Over five and a half is plus money. No, it was over, over four and a half was juiced to the, a big number. Right. Now five. They moved it up the five and a half. They probably yeah. juiced the under now. Oh, well, then I will bet. Yeah, I think under five and a half is Minus, a good bet. Well, we'll have to check. Yeah. Um, it's got to be under. So our boy Fortinball on ESPN, he said under. Everybody's saying under. That's why it flies know. over. That's why it flies over? Because <laughs> we're all on the under. I know, but my goodness gracious. Like, seriously. How do they score? What? Well, Denver? Yeah, I think Denver probably wins. I, I'm curious. Philip Lindsay got elevated t- t- from the practice squad. Jonathan Taylor's out. Philip Lindsay, former Bronco. Revenge game for Philip Lindsay. See the Colts run the football. Is there such an even thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> Philip Lindsay goes. Ah, I'm gonna run all over him tonight. Hell be, with those guys. It'd be a big story on a Thursday night primetime game for him to do it. Would it? No. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Running against your former team? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. You're selling yourself. You're not selling me or the brigade. (laughs) Not a big story. It's not a revenge game. It's pretty funny. If anyone else in the sports betting content world (laughs) says that tonight is a (laughs) Philip Lindsay revenge revenge game, game, (laughs) I know where you got it. I see you working. You're the only one that said that. (laughs) You're the only one that's going to say that. Yeah, seriously. Probably. So here's an interesting thing for the Packers game in London. So the Packers are practicing in Green Bay. They're going to fly. Okay. Packers are flying to London. Yes, they are. Overnight. Okay. By the time they arrive in London, it'll be Friday morning. They have practice scheduled for 1.15 London time on Friday. What time's the game? The next night, basically. London time. Sunday. Sunday afternoon. Saturday afternoon. Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon. So they're there for a day. When do they usually go? Now. Normally normally teams are there now. They're already there practicing to get get acclimated to the time change. On Thursday, they're already there? Yeah. They go, unless they're playing, if they play Sunday night or Sunday after Sunday, they'll leave Sunday or Tuesday. Like on Tuesday or Wednesday. Monday, Tuesday, they get there. They have a a walk-through day, get accustomed, and they start practicing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then they fly back. They're not going until Friday. Oh, so they're doing their own thing. This is their own thing. This is unlike what most teams do. Oh. So let me guess. The line's coming down. Well, people just are a little. Let me guess. They're going to bet this. Even Rogers is a bit confused by this. You know? Jeez, Addison said that Brad Evans said it yesterday about uh, Lindsay. Oh, funny. Game. There you go. Well, I didn't steal it from him. So sorry, Brad. I didn't steal it from uh, you. It was a sorry, joke. Brad. Yeah. I was well, just from yeah. <laughs> I was kidding. Um, is, no, this, is this. Is this. Concerning, or is this different, or is this? It's just, different? it's just, it, it's just something to, to, to. If they look asleep in the first half, there may be a reason why. Oh, everybody's going to say they didn't come over soon enough. Yeah, not acclimated so. to the time change, and it's a midwestern team, so it's you know nine hours difference instead of eight hour difference. 
Hmm. Or seven hours and six hours for an East Coast team. Are the Giants already there? Article doesn't say if the Giants are there or not. Because if it's they're coming by, off a plane and have to hop on the field, that could certainly, right? just like Doug Franz is all about the traveling, that, that could affect the game. Yep. I mean, I, I, especially the first half. till they get a little, you know. It's, there's one H under, one H under, OTG bets, Alex L. They're firing mm-hmm. it in the chat right now. That means first half under, one H under. Roger said, obviously, the time we're leaving might put a little stress on the schedule, but that's way down on the bottom of our concerns. Ooh. Neither the Packers nor the Giants have a bye next week, so maybe it's next week you want to fade these teams. Man, oh, man. This this bot in the chat is so persistent today. Every time we talk about title fights, different things like that. Pops up. Keeps popping in there. Randall Cobb said, obviously tomorrow we'll be traveling, which is a little different, but I try to put my mind mind frame. It's going to be like us going to the West Coast and having an extra day on the West Coast. We'll see what it entails on the other side of it. But as far as preparing here, we're preparing for the same way to find a way to win a football game. I mean, they got a veteran team in that regard, but they got a lot of young kids too. I think it's worth watching. That's all I'm saying is this just... First half under might be a good play. <laughs> Giants can't oh. score anyway. Giants offense is bad. So the Packers will be the one. I mean, the, wasn't, the total for the game is what, 46, right? Uh, On the Giants in Green Bay? Yeah, it's, it's uh, 40, 40, 40 and a half. 40, yeah, 41. Yeah. So first half is going to be what? 17? 17 and a half okay. over or 20. It's like somewhere in yeah. between. So 20 would be depending 19. on it's, you know, it's 20 probably. I don't, let me look. I'll tell you what. First half right now. First half line. It's 20 and a half. It's 20 and a half. Okay. Yeah. First half. I would make it 20. Leave minus, it one, minus 110 both sides. So I would bet the under 20 and a half right now. I think that's a good bet. Uh, of course. That's why I would make it 20. <laughs> I would just 20. leave it 20 and let it, if we push, we push. But it's, right. you know, three yeah, field so goals, two touchdowns. That's get the hook. You get the hook 20 and a half right now. If you bet it, FanDuel's got the hook on it right now, 20 and a half. So you can go bet that. Uh, Are you okay. going to watch the game? Green Bay I, watch it, I watch it just because I get up at seven to do. Pro oh, you're up. Props. Anyway. Okay. So when I get up, I just put it on. It, I'm not like actively watching it. I never bet it. It's okay. It's, it's like it's the just, third, I have a little personal rule. We've never used it in a contest. Yeah. Uh-uh. No. It's, it's like the We've, Thursday. Game. I've never bet it. It's just too hmm. much of a. Just different. It's not the routine, not just no. for me, but for them. Vikings so should have like, lost last week. Vikings got wonky, a miracle double doink missed field goal. Yeah, wonky shit happens. Yep, in all London the time. Hundred percent. Like, I'm good with it. Yep. And then what Germany will be like? You know, the Germany games are coming next week or two weeks from now. Playing games in Germany. Yeah. So Germany games. So we've never seen Germany games before. So now we get to see games oh, in Germany. Something's happening with the Tampa game right now. Something is happening with the Tampa game. It's down to six, five and a half. What the hell's going on? Uh-oh. I teased right it now. down. I need Tampa. <laughs> well, it's too many points. I mean, this play Atlanta is four and oh ATS. Man, what a setup. It's a setup. It's a trap. Well, I teased it down to two. I have Tampa minus two. You could get it picked now, sir. Wow. Yeah. That's a little concerning, but I still think Tampa wins the game. Losing three straight home games. Son of a. 
This can't see them. I can't see them losing three straight home games. That would be ATL. Man, that would be nuts. They could win the division if they win that game. Uh, All right, let's talk two quick hockey topics. Look at you, hockey talk. First, what are you doing? Rubbing your. Don't ever do that again. What are you doing? That's the DJ P. Rolf. Little scratching. What are you doing? (laughs) It's the Bruins. My first time wearing a hockey hat on the for the hockey year. What are you even mentioning the Bruins for? What is going on? I'm just, this is one of my only hockey hats that I've got. So okay. I broke it out today. The Avs are plus 450 to repeat. The That's next a little close, bit ridiculous. The next That's one of the lowest team. ones I've ever heard to start the season. Well, and in not only that, and then the next closest team is plus 1,000. It's 10, it's 10 to 1. What is there that big of a gap between Colorado and everybody else? Are you, are you going to get mad, mad if I say yes? No, Adams. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I, I don't like, believe it. I mean, I'm surprised the starting point is that low. All right, usually the starting point for the favorites eight to one, six to one, maybe as low as I've ever seen it. I've never seen it below five to one. This is low. Like a lot of stuff can happen. It's 82 games and it's hockey. The eight seed regularly wins the Stanley Cup. Like. It's not like the NBA where the top teams win, you know, win the NBA championship most of the time. It's 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 stat. It's the most litigious sport. Is the word? I don't even know if that applies. But the bottom teams, it's fair. It's fair. I can't believe it's that low. But I don't even know who to make second. We make the Leafs second. We make the light. They are the Leafs. They are second. Yeah. That's, the Hurricanes. It, it, hurricanes and the Leafs are the next two. It's, it goes Carolina, Toronto, the next two. If you're yeah. betting on Toronto, best Which of Which is great because they're in the same division and they can't get out of it. The, they, they have to play each other. Best of luck if you want to bet Toronto. Tip of the cap. You want to take that train wreck. Listen. Don't take shots at the Maple Leafs fans yet before the season starts. They got I don't need to. The Maple Leaf, I don't need to. The Maple Leaf fans. They make them, the, the joke writes itself. It's not hard to do. What was that line you said about the Leafs falling in the fall or the spring? <laughs> do you remember that line? Yeah, that's a good line. <laughs> you said, I think you, you, were you the one that told me that? I think so. I, I know we discussed it. If it wasn't me, someone else told you we discussed it. I remember. Yeah. There's a, there's a poutine in a restaurant. Gabe and Cam put it on the show. It said, um, it described what the poutine was, and it said, underperforming gravy like the Toronto Maple Leafs, like was in the description. Like they take shots at the Maple Leafs everywhere. It's the easiest joke in hockey to make. They haven't won a playoff series in forever. They've lost second choice to win the Stanley Cup. Third. But But I think they've lost... Uh, how is it 10 years in a row in the first round? It's something like obscene. It's just, it's absolutely unbelievable. And they went up 3 0 or 3 1 in different series and still lost those series. It's incredible. Jimmy Jack with four K's just said he's going to the FSU NC State game, listening to us in the airport, but he's got to turn the show off because it's going to board the plane. Enjoy it. So have a safe flight, Jimmy. Listen to the Uh, rest of the show later. Could this be the year for Edmonton? (sighs) (laughs) 15 to 1. Who's the goalie? Okay. 
do they need a goalie if they score five goals a game? Who's the goalie? We need a goalie. Got to have a goalie. Okay, fair. They got to beat Colorado. They got to do it with a goalie. Who's the goalie? I don't even look yet. Could somebody else beat beat Colorado instead? And Edmonton gets a break. It doesn't have to beat them. Could Calgary or something like that beat them? Yes. Yes. Is Edmonton the second choice in the West right now? No. Who's the second choice in the West? Calgary. Uh, nope. They are the second choice in the West. Sorry, you're right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Goes Colorado, Carolina, Toronto. Look at these odds before you put them in the rundown, sir. What do you mean? I didn't ask you. I didn't say that. You asked me a question that wasn't on the rundown. You I said. That's fine. I did. So you know, paying attention. You asked me. I didn't ask you. You asked me who's the second favorite in the West. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm asking you, is Colorado, could Edmonton beat Colorado? Could Edmonton win the cup? Edmonton and Calgary are co-numbers in the uh, West. So yep, 15 two. to 1. Yep. I'm, I look at the conference odds. They're 7 to 1. Okay. To win the conference. Minnesota Wild, 8 and a half to 1. That's a sneaky good team. Mm-hmm. Man, I like the Wild. Doing a little research and stuff, the wild. Mm. Um, then the Knights, fifth choice in the West, they're usually second. St. Louis Blues are good. I'll say this there's a lot of this is the first time in the history of the Vegas Golden Knights there is legitimate pressure on the franchise to perform. They got to make the playoffs, P. Roll. And not even that, they, they got to show that the team actually has some semblance of what they're where they're going. Like they've been shedding players left and right. And the ones they've been adding have not been nearly as good as the ones they have lost. So Eichel needs to be Jack Eichel. Talk about needing a goalie. Uh, Thompson better be. I like him. He's been, I mean, I mean, I like him too from what I've seen, but there's a lot of, like you said, there's a lot of pressure. This team got to make the playoffs. It's no joke. Like they got to make, that's why, that's why I lose the city a little bit. That's why I like Edmonton. They're still playing with house money. They got the best player in the game. Yeah, but he's young. So it's not like he's 29. He's not getting the, he's not getting the LeBron treatment yet of like, okay, kid, when are you going to deliver? What's going on? It could be a year for Edmonton. That'd be exciting, I like, man. I, 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 I like told you, I went to a game there in the Stanley Cup when they played Carolina. My buddy Barry and I, and that was the old building. And I mean, we were there for three days total. It, it was all everybody talked about. I mean, it was an unbelievable playoff run. It was one of the biggest bets I ever made in my life. I knew they were winning game three. I knew they were winning game three. I pushed all in. Nice. It was It was amazing. They won. Oh God, it was great. And then, mm-hmm. then they won game six. Oh, when you're seeing it like that, it was great. I, I think, yes, it could be the year, but yes, it could be another first round exit. That's the problem with that team. Okay. Time for the Omaha Stakes searing hot take of the day. <laughs> another good story. I love this story. <laughs> I, I knew you I, would. I love this story so much. <laughs> I can't believe this is real. This is real. OmahaStakes.com semi-annual sale going on right now. BVB, the promo code at checkout gets you 30 bucks off, 50% off the entire site right now. OmahaStakes.com. Unbelievable. 300 bucks. By the meat. 150. Half off that 300, then 30 bucks off of that with promo code BVB at 
Check out hell of a deal going on right now at allmahsteaks.com. Buy the meat. I've never heard of this golfer. I've never heard of Spencer Levine before, but he is now my new favorite golfer. <laughs> this guy is playing here in Vegas. Yes. This week at TPC Summerlin. Have you event. ever been to this tournament? I have not. You want to go? Maybe. Okay. I would be interested. Yeah. I mean, it's it's Thursday. It starts today. But yeah, we don't go opening day. You have the whole Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Our, it's called um, the, this is called the silly season for the PGA Tour. Yeah. And this dude is now putting like Happy Gilmore. So what? He's Watch. hockey stick putting. Golfer. Is it working? Okay, we're back. Is it working though? He's a he's a pro golfer. I'm not sure I'm gonna go as far as say he's working, but he's gonna play the Shriners, and there's a video now that has 400,000 views on the PGA Tour where Spencer Levine explains how he's now putting like Happy Gilmore used to putt with his hands separated hockey hockey sticks now. (laughs) What the hell so funny? Oh, this Maybe is awesome. he played hockey. Now he's seeing the ball better. Listen, I tried a bunch of different things. Okay. I put cross-handed. That's wonky, but it works at times. Listen. The mechanics doesn't work. The mechanics of a, pot, of, a, of a putt, separating your hands is not right. It's not good. It's really, it's not. I good. feel like I have more control. I'm going to, I might have to go try this when I really start golfing again. Like, listen. <laughs> These guys are crazy. Any way you can make that ball go in the hole, you make that ball go in the hole. If you got to putt like happy, you the putt reason, like happy. The, the, the reason why you putt with, with your hands together is to lock your elbows and have your elbows in your shoulders be lock in lock step. So they move all in one, right? They go like this. What are you, you Harvey Pennick now? If you separate your golf hands, if you separate your hands and you're gonna putt like this, you're lo- you lose the ability for your, your elbows and your shoulders to be in line. My elbows can be locked when I take a slap shot. My hands are separated on no a shit. Stick. That's a I slap hit the shot. shit out of that thing. Yes. You're not trying to do that with a golf putt. You're not trying to, you're not trying to hit the thing as hard but as you I can. When I was playing a lot, I could pick a corner. I, you could give me a strand of the net, and I could shoot it and hit it. Okay. Hard, I might right? be able to putt like that too then. No, it doesn't work like that. Putt doesn't work like that. You are trying to hit the thing hard. Distance for golf for putting is not really what you want. I'm not going to hit the thing 30 yards. I'm going to hit the thing three feet. What the? Are you Hank Haney? No, are I'm you just one of these? That's that's Tiger Woods' for a long coach, right? time. Okay, one you know of Hank? Tiger Woods, one of Tiger Woods's coaches. Not his you know coach. Hank. No. Oh, actually, wait. Have I met Hank Haney? <laughs> no, I've not met Hank Haney. I thought I might have, <laughs> but when you when you live in Alabama and you golf in Alabama, you meet a lot of people, and they all go there to golf. The Robert Trent Jones Golf Trail, and like you know, Doctor Charles Plot. I told you about Doctor Charles Plot, who's my. I- one of my golf it was it was a PJ Tour golf psychiatrist that I worked with for a long time. If the ball goes in the hole, I don't care how you hold your hands, what your shoulders do, Legally, if your elbows well, are locked or not. Technically, you can't. Well, you have to be fair. You can't do anything. You have to be inside the rules. You can't anchor of the course. You can't That's, anchor the. the well, they the put putter. them big putters like big sweeping brooms, and everybody start making putts. They had to change the Adam's, rules. James Adam Scott, Adam Scott, 
changed the rules. Yes, because he right. anchored it to his belly. I hate belly putters. Belly putters should be eliminated. I don't care if your back hurts or not. <laughs> Conowinski said, just go in your home. <laughs> <laughs> you almost spit the drink out. It almost came out. It almost came out. That's great. (laughs) Go in your home. Get in the hole. Brother Dan said Dave was more of a wrist shot guy, not so much of a slapper. He's right. I had a snapshot. Did you? It was amazing. That was very accurate, though. Uncle Dan, Mm. Uncle Dan was that cannon slap shot. You didn't know where it was going. (laughs) Safest place for me when we were on offense in the offensive zone and he was at the point and I fed him the puck was usually right in front of the net because he never hit it. Yeah. I got you, brother Dan. <laughs> you you want to come in and take shots at my chat? Text me once in a while. Oh, there you go. It's very busy. Boy, oh boy, how about that? I, I this I'm now Spencer Levine. You are now the guy I'm pulling for to win this event. So you're saying he can't putt like this, but now you're pulling for him. Oh, I want to see it just because it would be hysterically funny if this guy wins the event putting like this. I want Adam Sandler. Phil will be doing it on the live tour in a couple in next year. He'll be putting like this hockey stick style. Hockey's taking over the world. We really want to be copying Phil Mickelson, huh? Okay. Listen, Phil can't make a putt for save his life right now. Phil can't do a lot to save his life right now. (laughs) Can't win a court case. Can't be on the right side of history. Can't speak in public. Can't shave. He's got a lot of things going on. <laughs> Phil's got a lot of stuff going on right now. Why am probably I? Some, I'm doing it again. It's, it's probably explaining again. Hold probably some here. stuff going on in Phil's house, right? Guys kind of get crazy. I mean, like, gosh, Brady looks terrible, <laughs> bad, bad. Just saw him again. That's why they're betting at Falcons. Brady's lines. What the hell is going on? He looks. Yeah. Really. Oh, wait. Six was the first half. I apologize. I said six was the line. Six is the first half. I changed all the first halves. I just pulled them. Oh, you, you did a me. Move. You pulled a me. So what's I the number? Did. Let's see. Six for the game. It was eight. It was seven and a half. Tampa. Oh, it's nine and a half. Oh, it went up. Went the other Good way. Point. Good. I was looking at the wrong game and everything. I'm an idiot. Good, good. Sorry about that, guys. So correct that. Sorry about that. It's all corrected. Brady's playing, obviously, and they're betting the shit out of Tampa. Good. So then I have CLV. You're fine. You yeah. did good, CLV. <laughs> okay. I apologize. I take it all back. So now I'm, I'm down. To, I just want to make sure I was under three. That was my most important moment for that teaser. <laughs> With that, make sure we're under three. On the other dance, to text me back. He don't what? text me. Oh, man. <laughs> texting in the chat. Did you see, I I, I put it out, the, the, the Brady tweet, uh, uh, one of my guys from DraftKings tweeted, it was so funny. It's the video of him and Gronk laughing when they're doing that, those like, man, side. oh man, that might have been, <laughs> that, that, been that was a world-class tweet. That was, that was funny. That was, that was really, funny. Really good. May have been a little... May have been a little too soon. The lawyers, everybody's watching all this stuff. You got to be careful. Yeah, but he's worth less than she is. I mean, everybody knows that. So he's he might wind up getting video of him and Gronk laughing. It's a phenomenal. Think about if you're Tom Brady's lawyer, you're representing a client who's worth two hundred and fifty million dollars. You're like, oh man, this is gonna hurt. He's gonna have to pay a lot of money. What is she worth? Four hundred. What double? She she it's she's worth double. she's worth what? She's worth more than he is. Yeah, not a little, by a lot, by a ways. She's worth more than he is. We good? Oh, 
Um, Your Honor, I would like to petition the court for marital support um, for Tom Brady, who needs to be (laughs) needs to be money. Listen, is everything good on your end? All the papers signed, everything's good. You got to be careful. No, not yet. All right. Maybe we shouldn't be discussing. Why? (laughs) I don't want to get you in trouble. I I signed it last night. I signed. Okay. So you asked me why the cigar got lit last night. Ah, ah, victory. Vitoire cigar. Ah, ha, ha. boy, Mololabe. So, Cigar, Stevie Bartel. Wonder why I was outside. Said he was coming in September. Stevie oh. Bartel from Mololabe Cigars Let's didn't come it. yet. His beard I'm is phenomenal. His beard is phenomenal. Who? Steven's beard. Bartel? Yeah. You've you seen it? him? On Instagram, yeah. Oh, you follow him on Instagram. Oh, yeah. What's it under Mololabe Cigars? Huh? Phenomenal, phenomenal beer, but great cigars. I only the, I, I, I send Uncle Dan knows that's what I'm, I need I'm to ask him just about brother the, Dan. He has the little ones, and the little ones are sweet. Couldn't do it, the little one. No, couldn't do this. There was a Swisher sweet type. I was like, ooh, it's like I haven't had that since I was like 12 years old. <laughs> I couldn't do that. Tastes like Garcia. Tastes like Garcia Vegas. And I was like, whoa, Garcia Vegas. Remember those? That's what I used to smoke when I was 12. You cough for fucking a week after you smoked <laughs> Garcia Vegas. That's that's what. So I started smoking cigars when I was 13 years old. Well, I was 13. And so like we, you were 13 yeah. the first time you smoked this cigar. Yeah. And so I would smoke a Garcia Vegas. We'd have Garcia Vegas 13. We'd throw it down because I was a caddy. And so I'd watch all the guys do it when I was, I was a caddy. And so I would smoke cigars while I was playing when I was 13. It was oh. Awesome. You have a big, sweet Garcia Vega sickness thing and get all fucking lightheaded and get all twisted oh, up and go play the golf. Worst. It's so fun. Oh, oh yeah, it was great. My eyes used to water. Oh, my throat would close. I taste that. Yeah, I've been, smoking, I've been like smoking cigars for a days. Long, long time. I've been smoking cigars. Oh. Yeah, it was always. I I, lo- I love the idea. I just I, well, the first time I saw it, I was like, "That's really cool." When the guy would you smoke a cigar, you throw it down on the ground, and it stayed lit. You hit the thing, go pick up the cigar, and you keep on going. Like, <laughs> I I loved that. That that was like the coolest thing when I was caddying. I was like, that looks so sick. So I just I was like, all right, I'm 13. I started doing it. It was so fun. I loved it. Oh. Played with a guy named Tony. He used to do it every shot. I love it. It's, it's like a great I don't shot. One hundred and seven. It's on so fun. It was like it was like, what are you doing, Tony? Cigar, throw it down. It's, it, it rolls. Man, I've had so many. Uh, some of my most fun <laughs> and funny times in my life have been on a golf course. I love. Uh, I just. I, this is why this weather is screaming. I can't wait to go play in next week because this weather is absolutely the most pristine golf weather. Wait, you going to play golf next week too? Yeah. Oh yeah. I got the, the clubs. I've had the clubs be put away for a while because it's just been too darn hot to go play. So October, November, you got to play. You got to get out and play, man. There's three what courses. Day by, of the week. Are you playing golf? I don't know. It's a good question. I love playing by myself. Twilight rate, three thirty, four o'clock. You go out, you in a golf cart, two balls, go play. You can play 15, 16 holes before it gets too dark. My whole life. I'm doing it since I was probably, since I was 13 years old. I've been doing that. I did that when I moved back for Curacao. Oh. Everybody was working. I love it. I used it's, to just go play one course on Wednesday, another course on Thursday. Because up in between you and me, the Eagle Run Golf Course is a three. Oh. There's three of them. Yeah. Those courses are generally empty in the afternoon. Nobody there. And you can whip through it, and it's a fun little track. It's nothing. It's not hard, but it's a fun little 18 hole track, and it's great. I mean, it's like 50 bucks, and you're in, you're out. It's great. Twilight rate. Sometimes residency rate and get down to like 35 bucks. Man, if I start golfing again, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need your lawyer's number. <laughs> uh, 
Hey, where are you going? <laughs> going to golf with P Roll. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you do the show with him? Yep. We're going to go golf now. Yeah, we're going to go golf now. <laughs> we're going to go golf now. Let's go have fun. God forbid we start going out Sorry, to and watching games together. Uh-oh. Big trouble. Sorry, Before Jess. you know it, we'll be goddamn roommates. <laughs> I got the <laughs> Can't with the cat. True, right? Got to get rid of the cat. And I know you love the cat, so I'm not going to ask. I don't love the cat. The kid loves the cat. It's good. Well, I, don't, I don't. That's, that's, I mean, the kids. I want a dog. Dogs. That's what I, that's the thing. That I'm I got a dog. I'll bring the dog. <laughs> Uh, so let's figure out what we're gonna get for Christmas. I talked her. I talked her out of the husky though, so I'm. I'm. I'm I, I won that small battle. Dog, small. Well, not in that. It's just huskies are so vocal that, like, you can't have the dogs barking during the show. It's just a bad idea. Just won't work. We got we rid of that. One hundred percent cannot have that. We got rid of that problem already. I'm not going back into that problem. I cannot have that happen. <laughs> I cannot happen again. That was a bad deal. Sports Grid. We'll talk to you tomorrow for a roll call Friday. Make sure you're with us here tomorrow after the Pat McAfee show. You guys live on YouTube and Twitter. Don't move. More to come here with BBB. Props.com story of the day. Same game parlay for tonight. More San Diego hats. Oh, boy. That clashes in a really rough Complete way. Complete contrast. Yikes. That is a it's rough look. Bright. That is a, lo- is a rough look. Same game parlay is a plus 361 for you guys here today at DraftKings. Naheem Hines for the Colts. To- Naheem? Yep. Over 40 and a half rushing yards. Okay. Mo Alley Cox over 15 yards receiving for the Colts. And Cortland Sutton over. 50 yards receiving for the Broncos. Minus 225. I did not like Mondays. I like this one. You do? Say this one again for me. Naheem Hines, 40 or more rushing yards. Plus 105. Okay. Mo Alley Cox, the tight end. 15 or more receiving yards. Okay. Cortland Sutton, 50 or more receiving yards. Seems like a lot to ask. So Cox is uh, has run in the four games, routes run, 21, 17, 23, and 26. Tight ends against the Broncos have been okay, but generally they get a lot of targets. And really, 15 yards is two catches for Morley Cox. Naheem Hines is getting the football tonight. That's just, he's getting the ball. He's running the ball tonight. Sounds like a two out of, two out of three. Which one gets him? Sortland's my, Cortland Sutton's minus 225. Right. That one's winning. Okay. So that one's winning. So which one? And Cox is minus 175. So the plus money is Naheem Hines at plus 105. And I like that one a lot. It's the one I'm worried about the most. Okay. But I'm worried about that other 175 one too. I don't know. I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not a big fan. You got people wanting to sell you their dogs right now in the chat. Sell me their dogs. Venturas two two six said, "I got French Frenchie bulldogs for sale." Oh, they got puppies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Vin, was, well, Vinny Vinny Konowinski just said, "Matt, I'll give you my Great Dane, please." No, thank you. That's <laughs> gee, you people. I swear. You want to talk about what's worse? It's a person, a big dog or a small dog, or like tall, tall, short, short. Great Danes. My cousin had a Great Dane. You can't even sit next to a Great Dane on the couch or something. But like they're so they're so smart. They're, they're great so dogs. Smart. They really are to look at, hang out with, but not take care of. My goodness gracious. Well, how about this? Tom Brady was asked about the parody in the NFL with so many teams at two and two. Yeah, 
Tom said, quote, I think there's a lot of bad football from what I watch. I watch football right. because I watch a lot of bad football, poor quality of football. That's what I see. <laughs> Tom Brady that's dunking on the whole NFL. He's right, though. <laughs> Tom never held back anything, did he? Well, he didn't. What do you in, mean? He was allowed to say shit. He, he, New couldn't, England, he, he couldn't say funny. anything. He was muzzled for 20 years. He was in New England, but he opened up since he went. Yeah, Japan. 100%. To the podcast oh, on Sirius XM every week now. He's right. It is a lot of mediocre football. This feels like it's just, I'm not I'm not a big fan of it because I like the under. You got too many overs in there. I'm worried about the I'm worried about the props part. Fair. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna be under under on Ryan. Matt Ryan under 232 and a half passing yards at minus 114 is the props.com prop bet of the day. This makes sense to me. Me too. I will bet this. Yeah, I'll be honest. Sense. Matt Ryan, uh, let's Minus see, one fourteen. It should be lower. To, or I mean, higher than that. Yeah. So four games, they have not allowed an opposing quarterback. Russell Wilson, Nathaniel Hackett, has not allowed an opposing quarterback to throw for more yards than Matt Ryan's total this evening. In Week One, Geno Smith threw for two for one ninety five. Davis Mills one seventy seven. Jimmy G two eleven. Derek Carr one eighty eight. We are projecting Matt Ryan to throw for two hundred and twenty five yards tonight. So you're getting about seven yards of value on the projection. It's under. Yeah. This is a correlate. Barely over 200. Yeah. Most likely, right? Yeah. It's a correlate. It's, I mean, it's correlated. It's just, it's hard to throw on the Broncos. Patrick Sertain's, I mean, he's becoming, you know, he'll have a nickname soon. He's he's going to be one of those guys. Ellis, you know, he, we had Revis Island. We're going to have a nickname for, for PS. I think they call it PS2. Betts just came in and said, big announcement for mass mobile sports betting yeah. is February 2023. Yep. Before the, right before, right before the Super Bowl. And then in person, ask him, did they say the in person in December? Is that part of it as well? Like they're going to open, they're going to open the in person first uh-huh. in December. But they're not taking away the licenses. They're going to. No, I don't know how it just. I, I saw a tweet last night from somebody in New England who said, rumor is tomorrow announcement coming for the start of in-person sports betting to happen by the end of the year and mobile to happen right before the Super Bowl. Awesome. <laughs> They're going to fuck it up so bad. All That's bad. Crazy. So bad. It's going to be an absolute That's shit awesome. show. In the what a rush. To, to to get it and then they're gonna well it's still been i mean it's a rush but it's i mean it's still been a little longer than people thought they passed it in july so they you know they're gonna go six six months mobile will be eight months nine months so interesting not as long as not as long as uh maryland but not as short as new york in person january 2023 okay so it's the they'll miss the whole regular season okay yeah, playoffs. That's what that's I mean, that's been right. That's when New York did it. Huh? January first. That's yeah. Yeah. So you can start the you can start the year's books January. Right. You know, and there's no carryover crossover right. with taxes that's and all that a, other stuff. Yep, so fair. it makes the most sense to start it in January. Oh God. I hope they're ready. Good luck. I can't wait to see who goes into Massachusetts. Can't everybody's wait. going in. What are you talking about? Yeah, as much this is a state you want to go in. There's going to be knowledgeable people betting, and people in uh, a whole culture already exists. Uh-huh. How so do you? Okay, so you go made. in. So first, one. My first question is, who goes in? Second Everybody. question. Second Next question is, how do you get them away from the local bookie? 
it's going to be a hard sell. Your price, your offerings, your bonuses are going to have to be good. Even then, it's, I mean, there's a lot of Jimmy's and <laughs> Grandpa Joe's taken. Yeah, Grandpa, you're right. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, this, well, they're going to go. I just wish my grandfather people. was alive, man. My grandfather oh. being alive for the legalization of, he would oh. be, he would, these motherfuckers came after me. Right. He's like, all this time I got, I got made to be a criminal. Yep. And now who's the criminal? Now, now who's the criminal? Yeah. All right. I'm the, I was told I was, you made me feel like a criminal because I was taking numbers on a football game. And now yeah. look at all of you. Uh, yeah. I would, my grandfather's, oh, they, um, when I go back to Boston over Christmas, I'm going to my grandfather's grave and I'm going to say, you know what these fuckers are going to do, man. They're going to legalize in two weeks and start taking bets for the timbers when you got pinched. Uh, it's, I, and those guys I, are going to be a step ahead. I can tell you that right now. They're going to let, you know, people are going to try. Yeah. They're going to try apps. They're going to go bet. They're going to go. Really? Minus 118. That's the problem, right? The price is going to be the problem. I got one, one problem. I got minus 105 at my local. Why am I betting? Why am I laying one, one, 114, 117, 118, 119? What is this crap? Oh, wait. I got to lay minus 140 to do a teaser. Huh? What? <laughs> no. What? I'm not going to do it. No. Oh. Yeah, hey, by the way, I'll give you even money on a six-point teaser. Okay. I'm betting with you. It's a tough sell to anyone who's already betting. It's a good sell for the people that aren't betting. They're going to yeah. capture that market right away to splash it all over yeah. everything. Yeah. It'll be the same as it is in every other state. I don't think – you know what, though? I think it's going to be worse. I think – Oh, because people are very uh, – In Boston, they're so sports aware. They're just so every, – Everything will get called out, right? Everything. But every billboard is going to be a gambling ad. This is going to be like like if somebody fell asleep oh, in, so 19, in your face. Yes, oh. it's going to be like if somebody fell asleep in 1995 and woke up after a you know after a 30 year coma, 20 year coma. You wake up and you're like, what happened? Because it's going to be literally everywhere. My state is going to be the worst unless they police it out of the gate, which supposedly they're not going to. The ads are going to be so in your face for the first five years, it's going to drive people crazy. Like it's like what happened in Philly, right. only worse. Ugh. Yep. They're going to get pushback from that. I'm telling you there will, but in yeah. the beginning they won't care. No, they don't care. They don't care. It'll anymore. be, I can't wait to listen to 98.5 and WEI in Boston. It's going to be a sports betting ad every single break. Back to back to back. Back to back to back to back to yeah. back to back. Yep. DraftKings, yeah. FanDuel, points bet, you know, whatever new, you know, bet jack, whatever these new people are coming in. Like all these different people we, we don't even know we're gonna be are gonna be there. Um what's the uh what's the casinos that's already there? Encore. Oh, so they'll be pushing. <laughs> DraftKings will be everywhere in the city. DraftKings, DraftKings will have a book at Fenway. Uh, they'll have a book outside TD Garden. They'll have a book outside of Foxborough. Um, outside of the stadium in Foxborough. They'll have... Waste. Yeah. They'll have three, three books there. FanDuel most likely will come in and be competitive. Try to have a book in the Fenway area around Fenway in some form or fashion. Just because they know they have to. And then who is number three? The, the logical thought would be BetMGM, 
in the western part of the state in Springfield. Right. We'll give them a foothold because they have the casino out there. So right. they'll have casino players. But that casino has not been doing a huge handle as much as they thought they were going to. So and COVID really hurt. So BetMGM might be three, but there will be a race for three. That they'll, I mean, DraftKings will be number one, hundred percent out of the gate. Win wants to be number two desperately. That's they want to unseat Fanduel, and that's they've made major commitments to that market. But we'll see if people actually use it. Right. That's my question: is do they use it? Because they've been betting with Fanduel forever with Fan with, with DFS, and now it just goes <laughs> click, and they can keep on betting on Fanduel. And now it's sports betting instead of doing DFS. It's going to be a bunch of books with names in it. There's going to be more Bet, bet Jimmy's. Yeah. Bet Jack's. 100%. It's coming. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a lot of them and X Bet and, you know, right. It's, it's all, I'd be very, very curious who, who, who the top five will wind up being. Because it might be a little bit different. Start a book called Bet Matt. <laughs> It might be a little bit different than most books, most states, because DraftKings normally goes FanDuel DraftKings somebody else. This will start with DraftKings and go down. Barstool? I don't know. It's a great question about Barstool. I'd we'll be see. very mm. curious. Portnoy has got more pull in that state than any other state, and the events that Barstool Sportsbook will do in Boston will be unbelievable. Speck just went in the chat and said WFAN in New York is all gambling ads all day. Yep, and that's what it will be. And that sucks. As somebody who I'm in this business because of Mike and the Mad Dog, and so to find to hear that, and I haven't listened to the fan in a long time, but you know there was a time in my life that, that was the dream job to, to go work for them. That that stinks. Yeah, I hate that. A story in New York. I'll never forget walking into that studio. For walking into that, seeing that it was like seeing Oz. It was like it was incredible to me. I was like, oh my! I was like, where? I'm in like the craziest place ever. I mean, studios WFN. Uh, better to book it real fast. Yep. Games tomorrow. Yep. UNLV plus seven against San Jose State. We talked about it a bit yesterday with Pete Futek. I'm taking the Rebels. <laughs> Four and one ATS. Pete was great. I rewatched back the video. People, you can do that if you missed the show live. You can go back and watch the, the interview portion. Farrah cuts it and puts it on the website, too. You can find it. Um, Pete being called Ray Romano was actually really awesome. funny in the chat. It looks great. just like him. It's a great call. He got it. it does. And he was talking a little bit. Um, Pete liked UNLV. Did he make a case for UNLV? I don't, don't remember. remember. I honestly don't remember. Let me see. We, actually, we didn't, we didn't ask him about that game. We didn't ask him about this game. We did not, right? No. All right. Too heavy. I'll, I'll, I'll say we bet it. It's too heavy. Seven too many points. Is it? It's yeah. painted six and a half now. So. Oh, good. I got a little CLV on it. Yeah. It's everything's moved off the seven. So oh, there's sevens. Good. Six and a half, 52. Are you going to watch this game? Tell the truth. 100%. You are? I like this. This, this Rebel team is fun. Baseball's going to be on, bro. Make, making some money. Multiple screens. I'm good. I might peek at it. I'm not. Got four games. It's the late game. It's a 730 kick. It's a late game some here. Bad, bad games tomorrow. So Football. Yeah, but I mean, this is the game I actually want to watch. This is actually the best game of the night, I think. And it's after baseball's over. I watched the Mariners oh. game. The Mets and the Padres might be done. When this at least second half. Right. Watch the second uh, half of this game. For sure. All right. That's fine. I'm in. 
I'm in. Gives the just the pixers guys a little late night post bar action. Come home, watch that late night football game on Friday night. They stay up with us too. I mean, beautiful guys back east. It's great. Best thing about today is what? Um, two things. One, I don't know if you saw it yesterday. There was a clip of Stephen Vogt uh, for Oakland. Vogt? Vogt. Vogt. I don't know. I heard it referred to as both ways. So I was trying. I, I say Vogt, but okay. might be Vogt. Okay. Anyhow, um, his last game was yesterday, Oakland. And um, he had his kids. They, they got to throw out the first pitch. And then if you haven't seen the clip, go find it. Public address announcer, they get to go now batting for the Oakland A's. Our dad, Stephen, and they were on the mic like they did it together, his daughter and his son. He gets in a batter's box and hits a home run. He skipped around the bases. Was it, it was, was it your joy? Was the pitch greased like no, Judge at 62? Ball, was he, he, <laughs> it was just supposed to be. Did you buy that conspiracy theory that, that was that they let Judge hit 62? I didn't even listen. <laughs> Stop. There might be some truth to it. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, he threw a fastball right on the plate. He threw a 95 mile per hour fastball in the heart of the plate. I mean, he was a, trying to throw it by him. It ain't like he had hit one all week. It was a grease ball. It was a, it was a meatball. Oh, we're going to bring up the, 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 the lasagna guy again? <laughs> Frankie? Frankie? Do find Frankie lasagna. Stop with the Frankie lasagna. <laughs> I have to meet that guy at some point. <laughs> if, if I ever go to Toronto, I'm going to the restaurant. 100% I'm going, I'm going to the restaurant to go to Frankie lasagna. <laughs> Let's go. Just <laughs> stop. The Frank was so good. Um, so yeah. So uh, oh wow, people in Mass are pissed. No retail sports betting till twenty twenty three at the earliest. Absolute shit show. Wow, people in Mass are mad about that announcement. I thought they'd be what happy. They think we told them that. I don't know, but they must be. Ha- I thought they would be happy about it. They must be pissed off. Isn't it funny? Like what? Are you, what, what you're you're waiting a grand total of October, November, December, three months. Yeah. Get over. I mean, my Football God. Football season's over. For a lot of people, their betting their betting is over. Mm. So they're mad, mad, mm. mad. But you got to understand, in a book, all you hear is bad, bad. You don't hear good. Hey, you guys have great lines. Boy, I really love the prices here. Nobody ever tells you the good shit. They only tell you Fair. when you're wrong. Right? That's a good point. My yeah. guy, Tom, used to say it in the book. This business is about what you don't have and what you fucked up. Oh. It's... It's per, it's the perfect thing. It's true. Every call you take in customer service is about either something you don't have or you fucked up. You're at the counter in a book. They're looking for something. You could have 8 million props. Somebody comes up to the counter and says, hey, where's this? Are you you're serious? You're asking me for the World Cup odds for Group C? Yeah. You're asking me that right now? And, and, you, and you look at them. That's, yeah, that's the questions you get. It's ridiculous. Interesting. Um, so the other best thing about today is that it's a day. Yom Kippur is the day of atonement in, in Judaism. And a lot of things you, you you fast. That was yesterday. But you fast, you, you cleanse yourself the whole day. And it's the day that all of your sins, all your transgressions, everything is 
you know, gone. And you show it by not eating, not drinking, not just fasting the whole day. And then it's sundown. Boom, we're back. Everything's good. You got a clean slate. It's a weird time of year. It's usually in September. Mm -hmm. I even forgot about it. My dad and I used to try to observe and just do it because the rest of the family didn't even pretend like it didn't even exist, which is fine. And I'm in a room, house full of women, and nobody even pretends like they're religious at all. We don't even practice. But like today, I'm kind of in that mode. I slept so good last night. I went to bed early again, collapsed. All this content catches up with me midweek. And then we can breathe a little bit Thursday. Friday, it's just me and you and roll call Friday. And I'm like, I get geeked up as we get closer to the end of the week because of the show and because Mm. of the brigade. Mm. And now I get my time. Baseball playoffs, baby. I can't fucking wait for what's coming. I swear to God, I got baseball in the morning. By 9 a.m. tomorrow, there'll be a baseball game on. Well, we're on the air tomorrow. They'll be they'll they'll be all damn day. They asked me, what are you doing this weekend? I said, watching baseball, bro. So that's what I'm fired up for today. The best thing about today is that we got one more day nice. until Christmas season for me, baseball playoffs. I'm going to get some hot dogs this weekend, though, for to celebrate baseball. Are so you? I'll do that. Yeah, a little, I've been craving hot dogs on the grill. Hot dogs and ketchup for all you people want to be haters on me. All we do. Ketchup. That we do. We're Bostonians. That's what we do. Hot dogs. Catch up here, man. That's it. Can't help you. Um, two things. And first is a sad one. And um, but it it just it's kind of it's what we do here. We talk about how fleeting life is. This morning I found out that one of my friends from college passed away. Didn't know he's 45 years old. He passed away. And then I found out one of my other friends from college, her dad passed away last week. And so it just was like a really quick reminder of how fast this thing really is and how fleeting this whole thing is and how you have to appreciate everything that goes on every day and it can be gone and you just have to be cognizant of that that every day every morning you know you do it but for a lot of us who haven't had the near-death experiences that you've gone through it's a nice reminder of like hey <laughs> appreciate every time your eyes open and you're up for the day take advantage of it was it suddenly for the 45 year old I mean, he, he, he had a lot of problems. Okay. He was, he was struggling. He, he was, was a really gregarious, big personality kid in college and just ran into a lot of issues with substances and issues. So it just kind of sucked to get that final phone call of like, hey, by the way, this finally happened. I can't believe it. It's so weird. Like, I didn't even tell you, but like last week, I got a call. Um, the short, st- I was a shortstop on the, softball team in in college for the fraternity league. Yeah. We won a championship and I had to play a kid at second base that was a young kid freshman and had to unseat a senior who had been playing there for a couple of years. And this guy's name was Matt. And you know, when you're playing middle infield, you get to close with guys and stuff and whatever. We practice. I, I was demanding. I was a hard like captain of the team, but I made us go take infield every day. We won every game. We won the league. We won a championship. Well Matt had a brother named Chris, twin brother. And he just passed away oh. last week. And I just got a text because people are finding me again yeah, that have right. been out of our lives because of the yeah. show. Right. You know, and they like kind of being in our lives again. Of course. With an hour or two a day. They just yeah. listen and watch or whatever. Catch up on it. Yeah. 
So a lot of the guys in a fraternity um, are into the show and, and stuff. And it's just weird, man. I was like, wow, he's that old. Like he's in his 40s. Just sucks. And, so, On the positive side, Dennis Eckersley, longtime pitcher for the Red Sox, pitcher for the Oakland A's, became as popular of a broadcaster in New England as there has been. He's great. Jerry Remy, Don Orsillo, oh. and Dennis Eckersley was the booth. Jerry Remy's passed away, unfortunately. Lost his battle of cancer. Don right. Orsillo is wearing is where you are in your wear. He's the voice of the Padres. He's amazing. Eckersley, last night, signed off for the last time as the voice, one of the voices of the Boston Red Sox broadcasters. When Eckersley walked out of Fenway Park, the writers lined up outside the broadcast booth, 30 of them. Eckersley walked down like a receiving line at a wedding, walked down and shook every single person's hand that was waiting to talk to him. Where was the game? At Fenway? At Fenway. Never in my life ever have I seen that. Where a guy is retiring from a broadcasting booth, but the, 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 the writers who have been around Boston baseball for a long time, been around Eck for a long time, either covering him as a player or covering him as a broadcaster. He cried on the air last night, got really hoop, you know, super emotional over it, and just, you know, a lot of changes are coming in New England. Xander Bogarts got taken out in the ninth inning, came off the field, standing ovation from everybody, looked a whole lot like Xander Bogarts will not be back with the Boston Red Sox next year, which is an outright shame that that guy's going to walk and go somewhere right. else. They're going to hmm. pay Devers. They're not going to pay Bogarts, which sucks. Just like Mookie Betts, another homegrown talent, all-star player, championship winning player walks out the door because they won't pay him. It's frustrating beyond all belief, but watching Eckersley get, have his moment and having those writers, the media, his you know peers, if you will, standing outside in a line waiting mm-hmm. to just shake, shake his hand to say best of luck to him in retirement was a pretty cool sight. It's weird. Um, you don't really ever get that opportunity too many times in your life where you have, you know, we, we unfortunately wait until someone passes away to give them the accolades that, Hey man, you made my life special. I really enjoyed being a part of yours or you letting me into being a part of yours. And think about all those baseball announcers and all those hockey. And that's like Mike Lang was a part of my life for 25 years in Pittsburgh doing penguin games and pirate announcers in the same way. I mean, it was just, it's awesome. And then to get it from your colleagues, like your, your professional colleagues, it's, um, it's awesome to see. I, I didn't see that yet. I love Eck on here. Like, I mean, this was always one of the ones I would pick in the summertime, both in the book and in the risk room. Put the Red Sox game on. I want to hear what Eck has to say. I thought Eck was the coolest pitcher ever when he was on Oakland. I thought he was. I I the wanted hair, to be there. The rotate, oh, the, the delivery, the, must, the mustache, mustache. The, the, this dude the, had the, swag. The tan he had always, always. Yeah. I mean, that's. I wanted to be Eck. If you didn't want to be Eck, you didn't pitch. Like, I mean, Eck was the shit. And I'll have to go back and look at that video. 
It's yeah. pretty cool. It's on RedSox.com. So just check okay. it out. It's it, it, it's a pretty cool deal. Uh, Red Sox Twitter as well. Guys, we're back tomorrow. Roll Call Friday. As, as Jeff Benny called it today, was Roll Call Friday Eve, which is <laughs> it's happening. Thursday's Roll Call Friday Eve. Roll wow. Call Friday tomorrow for BVB. Love hit Friday. subscribe. Hit follow. Hit like. At Boston versus the book on Twitter to follow us on Twitter. Matt and Dave back tomorrow for a Roll Call Friday. BVB. Roll call Friday.